Welcome, everybody, to episode 87 of the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, DK Dynamite, with our lovely co-host, Fajardi. How are you doing today, my friend? Uh, it's definitely hype season. I'll tell you that much. You know, marketing has ramped up a ton this week. Um, playing a lot of Modern Warfare 2, grinding out camos, getting ready for that camo carryover. Oh, yeah. Uh, into the next game. Uh, very exciting times for Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're going to break it all down today. It's going to be amazing. So... Absolutely, man. Feels good to be back as well. Last Friday, we didn't do an episode because we had the release of the Faction Shutdown event inside of Modern Warfare 2 Season 5, which we'll be talking more about in the next couple of minutes. But I have a poll in chat right now for those watching this live on YouTube. Which edition of MW3 do you plan on pre-ordering? We have Vault Edition in the lead at 54%, Standard Cross-Gen at 26%, and then we have Neither I'll Pass at 20%. So it's going to be a pretty funny poll here in chat today. And on top of that, I saw a really funny comment as the countdown was going on to the stream. Somebody's like, game going to be trash but i'm still pre-ordering that shit <laughs> that's probably <laughs> that's probably like a general call of duty community yeah like a, that's like a perfect example of the call of duty community right people are like oh i'm not excited for the game but i'm buying the max edition of <laughs> whatever's happening this year but yeah no that's that's the cod cycle for you guys for those wondering uh how call of duty is the best-selling franchise every year it's probably comments like that people are gonna buy it anyway that's just the way it goes um overall though really been enjoying mono for two um we'll get to that in a second but um big shout out to the team with that man we have been on our ass just <laughs> doing as much as we can with articles tweets um obviously i write here and there i'll promote as much as i can in the videos but you with the twitter it's been crazy um we hit we were currently at 1115 followers we got that lucky 115 uh in our follower account today so thank you all for over a thousand followers on our brand new outlet that expands on all the coverage you're seeing here on the channel lots of live coverage every single day nearly every hour so with that being said, appreciate everybody that has given Detonated a chance. Also, lots of brand new articles over on the website have been going up in regarding the or in regards to the additions of the game, DMC faction missions, the Shadow Siege event uh, through Warzone, um, and lots of the details about Modern Warfare 3, including um, bits of Season 5, new secrets, stealth updates. Um, the bundles, um, free hip-hop war tracks. There's been quite a bit going on. But uh, in terms of Modern Warfare 2, though, you've been pretty busy with the polyatomic grind, right? How's that been going for you? Yeah, you know, the the polyatomic grind and the camo grind in general in Mono for 2 has been made, like, extremely easy over the past few seasons with the amount of weapons they've added, the maps, um, like, shipment. Shipment is just the, the best for leveling up your guns and then just going into hardcore free-for-all for those long shots after you get gold. Right, is, right. I think the best way to do it is the way I have been doing it. Um, and I got, like, nine or eight guns uh, platinum yesterday. Um I actually did finish the polyatomic grind yesterday, but my GS Magna doesn't want to count. It doesn't want to count toward my my challenge. So it doesn't want to um, count. Wow. And I put a tweet out on that right before the podcast, but it seems people aren't having the same issue, and it's counting for them. Um, don't know what's going on with that. Uh, apparently, it, it was an issue when it originally launched, and it, it was supposedly fixed, but it's not fixed for me. I went back and I counted every single one of my weapons. Um, and I have 51 completed. The GS managers didn't want to count for me, so uh, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna be waiting until next week for the new weapon in the Shadow Siege event. Yeah, I, I bet. I guess that's the the best bet. I was gonna do a whole other weapon category, and there's no way you're gonna you're gonna probably do that one. So might as well just wait for the the next AR right that's coming out really soon. Mm -hmm. That's probably yeah, that's probably just a better bet. Um, you also put out a really good graphic about what was a week ago august 2nd for the remainder of the cycle 
but this is over on Detonated. Um, so we have Season 5's launch, which just happened August 2nd. Reveal event, August 17th from Modern Warfare 3, live in Warzone. Season 5 Reloaded launch is, as of right now, August 30th, according to the classified sector in the Battle Pass. And based on just how seasons are structured, right, August uh, August 30th will be the mid-season update. And then Season 6 is reportedly launching September 27th, which does line up with other Season 6 updates from Modern Warfare 19, even Cold War. Vanguard obviously didn't have one. And then mid-November, we have the COD 2023 launch, which is right now slated for November 10th. So loving this graphic you put together, which is kind of reminiscing on that road to launch roadmap that we saw for Modern Warfare 19 and even Modern Warfare 2. So great job with that one. I love how you put 21 Savage kind of as the, the silhouette teaser for for reloaded that's that's gonna be fun man i'm looking forward yeah to it was back. either yeah. it was either yeah. put that or make a, a season five reloaded logo and i'm like you know what let's let's put on my boy 21 there the silhouette of anyway. <laughs> I, I can't i can't wait yeah. to buy that bundle you know i'm not i'm not gonna pick up snoop or nikki but i'm definitely picking up that one so got it I, I picked up snoop I, I ended up picking up snoop and i didn't get the one in vanguard so i'm like you know what i'm a huge snoop fan i just wasn't playing vanguard like that so it makes sense i play a lot of mw2 I mean, so i ended up copying the the new one I, Here's the thing about the these limited time crossover bundles is that they don't feel limited time at all. You know, even no, though I completely it's, agree. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> and I know they're not marketed that way. They're not marketed as, as limited time, but I think those sort of bundles should be marketed as that because, like, I'm still seeing Kevin Durant in my store, and I'm like, that was three seasons ago. Was crossover, you know? Right, um, right, or two, right. two and a half, or two seasons crossover. Um, no, I don't know. I think it. I think it helps with the. The entirety of the feel if it was like okay you have like 25 days to get this bundle during like it's a little event and if you don't do it then it's gone forever you know i think i don't know <laughs> that's it's just, a, it's almost like a double-edged sword you almost want the limited time packs to be available longer because you feel bad for the people that either didn't have enough cod points at the time to cop or people that didn't know the packs were even in the shop and then they just missed it i mean maybe it's cool to bring them back every couple months or something but yeah you kind of want it to be a limited time offering to make the pack feel a little more special but i mean from a business standpoint if the bundle is selling really well consistently day after day after day doesn't make sense to ever remove them from the shop then they just keep selling i mean that's probably something they debate behind the scenes but if i'm not mistaken i think strata was still available in the shop even after kevin durant came out if i'm not mistaken i swear that that was still a thing according to some comments i was seeing <laughs> um someone said not everybody is as rich as you i don't buy the bundles well, I, I'm I'm just, I'm just saying like, and in a term of like when Cold War was going on, um, you know, you had the it, it was a limited time thing. It was it themed around the event, right? Um, you know, I'd love to see how many people are buying Kevin Durant a few months after, uh, but I, I I was never looking at it as like a oh you know just buy it like I don't know I was never looking at it as a as an economic thing. I was more looking at it as a um theming more so of the yeah game. fitting the theme of the, of the season right yeah no i get, I yeah, get that exactly completely. yeah if, if season two had a tmnt crossover which it did with shredder it's like it's odd to still see that offering in season three when the focus is like las almas mexico you know cartels i either way though no the, the thing about that you know Fajard and I are both grateful for the positions that we're in to be able to do content full-time and whatnot but neither one of us are rich by any means we're just normal people like everybody else on the grind every day doing what we love um you're uh, just you're just supporting FOMO. I don't I don't get I don't, I don't even buy these bundles. But I, yeah, <laughs> I don't no, buy I, the bundles. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I think they got misinterpreted completely. I think we were talking more again thematically. You know, seeing crossover packs and seasons where they didn't drop. I mean, um, I think I think some of the boys collab bundles are still available right now as well. It's like, oh yeah. Um, 
not not trying to pivot towards a conversation about FOMO, but I think I think we were just talking more thematically based on how a game like Cold War did it. Um, I think even Vanguard had it like that as well, where if they were limited, they were, they were definitely limited. It wasn't it wasn't anything past that. But yeah, either way, but, you know, it, it's subjective. At the end of the day, of how long these these bundles should be available in the shops. So people might say that they should be available forever. <laughs> so, Ooh, ice flow is out in the shop. Let's go. Oh, did it actually drop on time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I definitely don't want to miss a a second podcast because of because of anything else really in game. Um, but was really confused on the ice flow release date because the gunslinger pro pack was supposed to come out, I think two days ago and it didn't ended up dropping yesterday, a day late. Um, so we really weren't sure about the, the ice flow offering. I, I may review that later today, chat. We'll see. Um, someone said your stream is glitching like crazy. Definitely refresh your, your app or your browser. Cause everything's green on my end. I'm having no issues on, uh, on OBS right now. Knock on wood. Um, on top of that too, are you surprised with, how many free war tracks came out as a part of the 50 years of hip hop celebration? I thought it was like one song per day for a total of three days. There's like five songs per day. So like 15, 16 songs total. I wrote an article about it the other day. Um, the list of songs as of right now, all of which are obtainable war track one microphone fiend. These are all songs from the eighties here. Rebel without a pause runs house straight out of Compton. The message again, that's coming from artists like Eric B public enemy, DMC, NWA, grandmaster flash war track Two, some nineties songs, uh, scenario, New York state or mine cream hypnotized, nothing but a G thing. And two of America's most wanted. That's again, uh, tribe called quest, Nas, Wu Tang, uh, Biggie, Dr. Dre, Tupac. Wow. And then war track three, we have some two thousands jams, dirt off your shoulder, state prisoner, uh, hip hop, uh, deep and hard, uh, lighters up again. That's from Jay Z black thought, uh, dead prez infinity war. I think that's a track they made uh, over 10 years ago and then and then uh, Lil Kim as well so that's really yeah. cool you can get all of that and on top of that a free blueprint the attack uh, V uh, spitting bar skin so quite a uh, quite a few uh, free offerings there as a part of the celebration um, what are your yeah. thoughts on day login rewards are you are you happy that they kind of have kept those going um, yeah you know I, I'm, I'm a real big fan of the daily login rewards mainly because I just think it's it's cool to log in and just get something for free you know makes you feel like uh, there's something extra to look forward to every single day when you when you log in um aside from you know looking looking for the mtx shop <laughs> yeah refresh. yeah um even though i wouldn't even like most of the bundles i, I don't really uh, get in, in this game but um yeah it's, I, I think it's cool it, it's especially these war tracks very good very good rewards um but yeah it, it, it's all in all a, a w system that should be carried on through season to season um and right. you know it would be cool if they would if they would also be themed around the events, like I would love some of the boys uh, daily login rewards, but you know we can't get everything we want. I'm so happy with <laughs> what I've got. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, the hip hop tracks are amazing. I love running those in DMZ. Absolutely. Uh, oh, for sure. Shit. So absolutely, man. No, that that's uh, something I certainly agree with. But something that got revealed in the patch notes for season five, and we'll get to MW three in a second. So bear with us here. Just want to get to some season five stuff before we go off on some really in depth discussions about uh, the next Call of Duty, but. Something that got revealed in the patch notes for season five, just about an hour before the launch of the new season. What was that? A week and a half ago, we ended up getting a really unexpected UI overhaul. So, do you think the overhaul is setting us up for what things may be laid out like inside of MW three, or are they just like, hey, it's time for a makeover? The UI that was in MW two wasn't being well received, and changes were needed. I really like what they did with it. 
Um, obviously, nothing's perfect, but I think it's a huge step in the right direction and kind of takes us away from the whole Hulu UI that we still kind of have through some of the featured playlists. But now we have each game mode categorized a lot better, um, faster transitions from mode to mode. How are you feeling about the way they've redesigned the menu for COD HQ, as they call it? Yeah, um, I was very, very excited when they showed that in the in the patch notes for Season 5 because yeah. I did not think they were going to do that drastic of a change. Um, but after playing around with it for a little bit for the past week or so, I don't think it's that big of a change that, uh, that I originally thought it would be, um, when navigating the UI, because it's more or less just the same UI we had just made with, just made to, to look prettier. You know, you're still, it's still clicking the same button. Right. Um, you know, it's still, it's still the same path you have to go on i'm pretty certain because i think before which is you had the main menu and you had all the mp stuff and you had the warzone stuff um so now you're just yeah like i feel like i feel like i'm actually scrolling more because of it but i think it looks cool i think it looks really awesome um if this was the ui though initially from the get-go i think it would have the whole system would have been received a lot better because now you have the breakdowns like mp ground war raid right some of the big offerings that i like that i like yeah because there's a lot of modes within again mp ground war raid or playlist offerings in those in those modes and then you go to the warzone part again feature dmz br resurgence lockdown plunder i feel like that that's better so when you click into one of those then you have all your boxes you know the hulu experience so to speak within that i think that makes more sense if they're going to stick with that but um you feel like you're doing more scrolling now but at least it looks prettier so i guess it's a trade-off <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's just a personal. That's just a personal opinion. I don't. I don't really. Uh, sure. It, it's. I, I. I like it. I like how it looks. So I'm fine with scrolling now because it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'm trying to put a tweet out about this uh, bundle. So bear with me. Here. Oh no! Yeah. For sure. Uh, in the meantime, we have super chat from Armani. Appreciate that support. Armani Martinez said, "With your coverage on COD games, how would you rate the community games that impact like the CODs you've covered on YouTube?" So. I think a, a very uh, straightforward and uh, simple answer I could put for your for your question is I want to say every year the community has its strengths and weaknesses. There's always going to be complaints. There's always going to be the individuals that are hypocritical. You're going to see that with every single COD season, right? But I would say people really do forget just how weirdly received Modern Warfare 19 was when that game came out because I remember explicitly prior to the reveal of Warzone BR the MP community was in a very weird state still had a strong community right Modern Warfare 19 is a very popular game very successful one but there was a lot of odd reception to that game initially people claiming that there was no content and there was the, there's a lot of complaints about Modern Warfare 19 that people really forget about to this day and there's like a lot of uh rose tinted glasses for for that game season and people forget that Warzone really took over the remainder of that game's life cycle but I'd say a quick ranking would be, I, <laughs> um, I, w- I would say Cold War is probably one of the better received games in a long time. Uh, Cold War was. Um, people really forget Black Ops 3 and the reception of that game. I think, you know, it's one of my all-time favorite games. I love BO3, but I think people really forget the very odd reception to the Jetpack era of CODs. Um, but overall, I-, I would say the reception of CODs was relatively positive up until ghost and then after ghost people were like oh we want something different want something fresh jetpack era started and people really forgot that the poor reception of ghost is why we kind of entered a jetpack era i think that's i think that really navigated uh the entire franchise in that direction um to to, to put it in in 
<laughs> in a short sentence or two. But yeah, did you, you finish that tweet? Um, no. I, oh, you still working on it? Oh, right got now. it. <laughs> got it. Weirdly enough, right, with the Season 5 patch, again, we'll get back. We'll, we'll talk more about the M13 unlock uh, later in this pod. But for some reason, upon doing random activities inside of multiplayer, you could get a pop-up saying you unlocked the M13C AR as a part of completing Shadow Siege challenges. Now, at the time, when Season 5 came out, we didn't know the name of the MW3 event. We didn't know that it was called Shadow Siege, so we didn't know what that meant. But then, excuse me, M13 attachments, or M13C attachments were added to the M13B and the Chimera. So that that opens up a discussion, right? I think Fajardi feels strongly about this. Will the M13C assault rifle feel just about the same as if you were to or if you were to equip m13c attachments on the m13b or, or the chimera what will be the difference so to speak and will that be receivable by the community to essentially have the same weapon oh. just offering different ammo types or you know collapsed attachments off the rip like that's definitely an interesting discussion about how unique the weapon will be in comparison to the original m13b um, mm -hmm. I know you've talked about that before. How do you feel about the, the C coming out really soon? Yeah, you know the C. Um, it, just looking at what it what it looks like when, when the screenshot we have, like you can already yeah. legitimately create that through the attachments. Um, which you did, you which you did on stream on season five launch. You can actually just create the gun already. Um, obviously some gun nuts are going to be like, oh, it's not the right ammo type, whatever. And yeah, I understand that. Um, it's not exactly the same weapon, but you bet your ass, cosmetically, it looks exactly the same. Um, and it's probably going to shoot, <laughs> yeah. shoot and sound one-to-one -one as well. So, yeah, that was, this was something I was worried about going into Modern Warfare 3, especially with the weapon platforms. Oh, Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare yeah. 2, sorry. Going yeah. into Modern Warfare 2 because it kind of – it almost gives them, like, an excuse maybe to just, like, oh, it's a, it's a different weapon. It, it's a different – it's, it's the same platform, it's, but it's a completely different weapon, but it looks exactly the same. Like We've seen it with the Lockmans, we've seen it with the Tags, we've seen it with the Castovs. Um, all these guns generally look and, and feel the same. Um, like, like I, don't, I can't even tell you the difference between the Tag 56 and the Tag V. I'm guessing it's ammo type or, or something like that. Yeah, um, but rate, of, rate like, of fire probably. Yeah. But, but aesthetically, those guns look exactly the same, and I can never even tell the difference of them. And do I care? They both... Are both they're both pretty much exactly the same gun um they're both really solid so hopefully the m13c i think the m13c should have been an smg but that's just me we don't need another ar we have 13 already uh we also have a lot of smgs but I, i'm i just like smgs i'm gonna be honest but oh yeah yeah <laughs> for sure for sure yeah that's my that's my kind of take on that yeah, and there's there's a classified sector in the Season 5 Battle Pass, so we were all assuming, okay, well, just like what we saw in Season 4, the classified sector opens up at Reloaded, there's going to be a series of, you know, four-ish challenges to go ahead and unlock a new weapon. That also sparks the debate real quickly that, that I'll recap. I think we talked about this in an older podcast, you know, like maybe a month ago. You, you can have your different methods in which you can unlock a new DLC weapon. You can have it to where there's a bundle that comes out. Featuring a blueprint for the weapon, boom, instant access to the weapon if you buy it. You have one base challenge you can do in either multiplayer or DMZ to just also unlock the weapon. You have maybe a seasonal challenge or some type of seasonal event offering, you know, uh, X amount of challenges you do. And then by doing all those, you get a new base weapon as a reward. Or you have this classified sector idea, which is that it opens up a new sector featuring, uh, what is that, uh five tiers that's essentially four challenges you have to do to get four other cosmetics and that opens up that fifth uh hvt sector 
the HVT tier that then goes ahead and uh, offers the base weapon and another challenge you have to do to actually unlock it. So essentially having to do about five challenges to get one weapon, that's definitely controversial. People would probably prefer just going in DMZ and exfilling with it if they could find it. Totally cool. But I think it's just an extra layer of replayability to spice up mid-season updates. So I'm cool with that. But um, now we know the M13C is actually going to be tied to the Shadow Siege MW3 event. We'll talk about that later, like I said. But... Um, like Vajardi was saying, right, it, it, definitely something that people were concerned about prior to launch, having this weapon receiver system, where essentially it gives them leeway to just add in almost the same weapon twice or multiple times, call it something different, put it in a different weapon category, but it still is technically the same weapon, like the Tag V, Tag 56. It, I mean, the weapons exist in real life through different categories, so I guess it works, you know, if the game's rooted in realism, but... With this weapon in particular, it's going to be interesting because it's also an AR. It's not like it's an LMG or an SMG or uh, attack rifle, a battle rifle. It's an AR, again, like the M13B is. So I'm curious to see what the difference really is with this weapon. Um, well, you have, like, I'm pretty certain in ARs you have, like, uh, a cast of... Uh, what, do you have a... I think it's a cast of 762. And a 545. Five. I think it's a 545. Five. Five. Yeah. In, in, the same, in the same category, right? I believe I believe that's the case, right, right, right. So that's kind of like I don't know. I, it's I'm it's interesting at all. They but. haven't done it that much, though. To be fair, they haven't done it that much, so I I'm not too concerned about it. Um, then again, on the roadmap for season five, which let me pull up an image of that. The silhouettes of upcoming season five weapons, you can clearly see a Staccato 1911, which got leaked out a while ago. But there's an SMG that you can see, and to me. That just screams an MP5, right? So mm -hmm. people, I don't know if there's leaks about it. There might have been, but I remember specifically people pointing out that I can't. I don't know why. Oh, the COD website's a little bugged right now. I'm trying to zoom into the to the roadmap and it's like not cooperating. Let me see. Uh, let's see if it lets me do that. No, it won't let me do that. The weapon looks like an MP5 SD, which again is a real life weapon, but that apparently is going to be a new version of the MP5 inside of. Uh, Modern Warfare 2, even though we have the Lockman, which is kind of the MP5, so to speak. So we might be seeing that yet again in Season 5, which is really interesting. And it's the 1911. It's a different pistol entirely from what we have in the game, so that's fair. But I'm really curious to see if... <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious to see the reception to, you know, two very similar weapons coming out this season. And then if, if Modern Warfare 3 will then also bring back a weapon receiver system of that nature, which again ties into a discussion later. But, you know, you might have... Uh, another, you know, MW3's new set of weapons featuring weapon receivers that already exist in Modern Warfare 2. So you might just start seeing, you know, uh, a new version of the M4. You, you know what I mean? Like you might see the M4A1 in Modern Warfare 3. And then we have the M4 in Modern Warfare 2. Damn. This is an example of like how they could really add in a ton more new weapons in Modern Warfare 3. It might just be add-ons to the receivers we already have in this game. I mean, it's totally possible considering the games are back-to-back -back sequels. But... Figured, figured I'd bring that up real quickly. Yeah, and also they um, they, they also Call of Duty leaked the 2011 pistol themselves um, on the cross progression. Right, picture. right. So that's a little bit interesting to, to see. Hopefully, I mean, we're getting that at Reloaded, so, um, you know, yeah, that, I think that's really funny, though. I think the Japanese COD account also leaked out the GS Magna and the, uh, what's the other pistol, the F-Tac Siege, uh, during Season 3, too. So that, I think that's, <laughs> it's funny when the actual official COD account leaks stuff out. But on top of that, there's also a movement update. Again, if we waited later in the pod mm -hmm. to talk about this, we get buried in the Mono Warfare 3 stuff we have to talk about. But there's a movement update, which I think is cool, right? They've significantly 
improve the ability to shoot immediately after sliding, making the movement that much more fluid in matches of MP, matches of Warzone. You personally like this, right? I do as well, but you're a fan of, of the movement buff, I'm assuming, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of it. And the thing is, right, you know, people could argue, oh, why wasn't this a thing added during the launch window or season one? And I get that argument because there was plenty of feedback given at COD Next over mm -hmm. in the beta from on over two to the point where you would expect, you know, changes like this to be added in during like the first month or two of the game cycle, not this late in the game. But like I always say, better late than never, because since it's been well received, this has a precedent for how movement should probably be going forward for uh, Mono Warfare 3, and it's likely going to be what we see in Mono Warfare 3. So if anything, Season 5 really gave us like a live beta of sorts for certain things that are probably going to be a staple in Mono Warfare 3 day one instead of waiting five seasons to get that added into the game. Would you yeah. agree with that? Is that, is that, is that probably, was yeah. that probably why they did that this late? I remember, I think I actually said this verbatim when we were just talking about stuff off stream, uh, that they're probably adding all these changes now, um, getting ready for what Mono Warfare 3 is going to feel like. Uh, with the slide movement, with the UI, um, because there's been, like you said, more than enough feedback since launch on the UI, on the movement, on the slide speed, the aim, the slide to aim speed. These things have absolutely been criticized here and back to the moon multiple times, right? So to see them add this now only makes me think their hand has been forced because of the next Call of Duty coming out being so intertwined um, with... Mono for two, you know, Mono for three. So yeah, it, it kind of, to me, it just kind of seems like they're just getting ready for, to make an absolute seamless experience to the next Call of Duty game. Um, and those movement changes are one of those things. And the UI. Yeah, no, I, I'd have to agree. And, and then on top of that, there's other cool little secret changes that either got buried in patch notes or weren't mentioned in patch notes at all. A new skin carousel feature in the menu of Modern Warfare 2. So when you're in a lobby searching for a match, you can quickly scroll through a little carousel of your skins for the operator you have selected. You can change that skin in two seconds. Um, they've also added a new kill cam widget pop-up. Whenever somebody kills you, it'll tell you exactly who, who killed you with the weapon they were using, how much damage they did, how many yeah, hits they got, that. if other attackers helped that person shoot you. That's great for clarification with those, you know, Vanguard, TTK, one-tap type of deaths where you're like, what the hell just killed me? And they'll tell you, oh, you got killed, you got shot by three people at once, you just didn't know it. That's great for clarification and transparency. I absolutely love that. Again, you know, little UI updates here and there that, that really do improve the game overall. Uh, Ricochet also dropped an update for Season 5 where if somebody gets booted from your lobby mid-game, <laughs> you'll get a pop-up in the bottom left corner that Ricochet actually kicks somebody out. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. That's actually great to see. Um, it reminds me of uh, Counter-Strike. That's how uh, Vacband does it. It's that's like really cool. <laughs> everyone goes crazy. That's so great. That's funny. That's great. They've also renamed... Some camos. So, uh, you know, the projectile animated camo from Raid Episode 4 Veteran got renamed to Etherwave. It works mm. now. If you have to, I mean, it sucks you have to redo Veteran again to unlock it, but at least it's a guaranteed unlock when you do it. They've renamed some camos, uh, which was a little strange. Definitely didn't expect that. New menu for finishing moves in all game modes. If you go ahead and, again, uh, go to an operator, you don't have to go, you know, keep clicking XXXX to hit your finishers. There's like a new menu for finishers now. Um, it's not that crazy. And then uh, exclusive rewards were added for old Champions Quest on Almazra, which is cool. There's a new uh, new universal camo, a blueprint for a melee weapon, a vehicle skin, and even a sticker. And then on top of that, that's separate from the Vondel Champion Quest rewards. I've actually reached out to some world record nuke holders 
uh, within Warzone, trying to schedule a time to to go and do Champions Quest, probably in both Almazra and Vondo. I'm really interested in both of those. Just got to get, you know, some demons that either have the contract already or people that want to grind the wins out. But yeah, really cool stuff that Season 5 added. I'm really happy with the season so far. Um, I would say, you know, as we mentioned when we went over the blog post, it's cool to see also some original maps. You know, we have Punta Mar from Las Almas, which might end up being maybe a point of interest in Las Almas if that becomes the BR map for MW3. Uh, Strike, again, that map hasn't been brought back too many times anyway. It was only in Mono Warfare Remastered 2016, I believe. Um, are you a fan Strike of that? Strike is good for long shots. Strike is good for long shots, so yeah. I don't really care. Um, yeah. It doesn't really, I'm not really a fan of it in any other mode, but hardcore free-for-all sitting in a corner, but, um, yeah. I Fair, mean, I, yeah. Interesting, interesting choice with Strike. Um, I don't know if that one was really requested by, by anyone, but uh, <laughs> you know, I guess yeah, it helped me get long shots, so maybe, maybe Infinity Ward was cooking with that decision. Uh, to help me specifically get long shots. So. <laughs> it was just for you, man. I mean, that's the thing, right? <laughs> a map like Strike, uh, you think about it, and it's like, all right, this game's called Modern Warfare 2, has not one map from OG MW2. What happened there? Clearly, you could just put two and two together with the rumor that came out months ago that all 2009 MW2 maps were being saved for like a year two paid expansion. Remind, reminder, a paid expansion. We're going to get back to that later as well. Even with the year two rumors Mono Warfare 2 originally had or initially had about a year ago, the rumors were always that the year two expansion with OG maps was going to be a paid map pack. Now turned into a full-fledged mm -hmm. COD, you were paying anyway. But go with all those rumors, yeah, MW3 is likely to celebrate 20 years of COD as a franchise, not only with MW2 2009 maps, but probably even more maps from MW3 2011. So MW2 right now happened to just add in a bunch of COD 4 maps. They said, fuck it. <laughs> we're going to bring you some remasters, but we're going to do the COD 4 ones. Get those out the way now. So the next game will focus on the crazy library of like fan favorites. But one last discussion about Mono Warfare 2 that uh, I'm actually curious about your take with. <laughs> we have the new pet system that got introduced, as well as the battle buddy talking gun screens. So there has been an argument going around that both of these features are technically pay to win. First off with the pets, I find it fascinating that there's actually going to be pets added in, as we just saw with this one random bundle that came out. Who is this for? Uh, we have a pet that came out for, uh, oh, I think it's no, Zero. Warhound. The Warhound bundle. The Warhound this, bundle. I think that's for yeah, Zero. Um, you have a Zero operator skin. A little uh, cute puppy in his backpack. We also had that Klaus bundle featuring a shark just sitting on Klaus's back. Those weren't pet finishers, but then we have the Merlin dog as a part of Black Cell that is a pet finisher. So we might start seeing, you know, pets added in through a variety of different ways. The first argument was that the pet will actually bark when somebody's looking at you, making it a quote-unquote pay-to-win version of High Alert. And then on top of that, the thing is, you know, not only is that acting as High Alert, but will also bark, I believe you know, when, when somebody is nearby. So that also will give away your position. So isn't that kind of a, isn't that kind of a trade-off in a sense then? If it's a free high alert, but then we'll bark when someone's nearby. So that other person will hear you camping in a corner because of the dog. Is it, it, how do you feel about that system overall? That, that That's an interesting debate happening uh, right now. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of away the day, like this whole controversy was going on. Um, yeah, I'm pretty certain that the pet only reacts when you have high alert activated. Um, it's not it's not a permanent high alert. You have to have the perk on. You have but, to have the perk on. Okay. Uh, I think that's the case anyway. But yeah, I mean, I think it's it's definitely. Here's the thing. I think, I think when the devs were adding that, they probably just thought it was something cute and funny. 
like, oh, the dog barks when there's someone near, like, you know, it's funny, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then it just gets, and then it just gets misinterpreted by the community as like this, like mischievous, like a pay to win, like you're you're guaranteed to win all your gunfights now, um, type of thing. Which I mean, I, I can see the argument for that. Um, I don't, I just, I don't know. I think I think the entire situation is really weird with that, um, considering it's black cell only, very high price for the black cell. Um, there's no free option for it in the battle pass. Um, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people would be maybe less, less, less lenient on it or, uh, yeah, less lenient on it. If, is that the right term? They wouldn't care about it as much if there was a free version you can also get, but you know, cause behind the battle pass and all these things, uh, you know, it gets the label pay to win stamped ship it. Um, and that, and then that gets spread over uh, all over Twitter, but. Yeah, I think, yeah, I just, like I said, I don't think that, that that was added as something like, this is a, a pay-to-win feature. They just, wanted, they just wanted to make the dog bark, and it would be cute and funny, but um, it looks like that has backfired. So, you know, I I guess... Um, if you ha- just- yeah, if you have to have high alert on, though, isn't that giving you a disadvantage? If, if you have high alert on, okay, mm-hmm. the dog barks, someone's looking at you, cool. But then if somebody is creeping up behind you or near you and here's the dog barking that gave away your position anyway so it's like it's almost like it's no point in running that it's almost like you're not even at an advantage with the dog that, that that's that's that, that's yeah, kind of my argument true. there it's, it's really silly but then and also like yeah I'll, I'll i'll take being an advantage all day if it means i can see a little dog strapped to my back when i'm riding a dirt bike i'll, I'll take that disadvantage all day it's the cutest thing ever and i can't wait till they add a cat version of that because that will yeah. be immediately purchased uh, because the, you know cats are superior um, yeah, I just, I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. And then you also have the, the battle buddy that talks to you, but if I'm not mistaken, you can hear that battle buddy, even if it's an enemy that it's running, oh, it, yeah. you can hear, you can hear somebody else's gun screen. So I don't know if I'm missing something, but I feel like you're at a more of a disadvantage running stuff like that because you, because you can hear the fucking person with the dog or the, or the gun screen. So I'm like, are people complaining about the wrong thing? It's, it's it's like is it pay to win or pay to lose at that point because yeah because you can hear it's all this pay to, it's pay to it's pay to give your position away um, well, that's, that's what i'm saying so where, where <laughs> see, now, there was an argument between metaphor and modern war zone uh you know doug's argument it's an added advantage or disadvantage depending on the situation you can only obtain it by paying money it's a good thing people notice that and are discussing it, even if the specific item isn't necessarily bad for the game metaphor replies what is the added advantage if someone can't see their screen is glowing they aren't going to notice a dog growling and yeah it's not pay to win it's pay to lose i think creating narratives like this a community known for being stupid about certain topics creates more negativity that that's a really interesting uh you know argument against that uh, again, the reply was the added advantage is an audio cue that someone is looking at you. I, I just, I feel like there's more scenarios where you can lose because of that audio advantage. It's not even an advantage. You can lose more because of that audio cue yeah. than anything. That, that That's that's my opinion. Again, it's all subjective here, but. And um, also Sniper said that, you know, let, like, let's be honest. Most people probably aren't even, don't even have a headset anyway, you know? Um, right. So, uh, like, yeah, if you're playing, if you're playing at the... If you're playing in your in your living room, whatever, and you hear like you hear your dog very minutely go like or growl or something, right? Right. And, right. You know, I, I don't know. I think I think it's all very silly. 
Um, I, I just didn't think I just didn't think much of it when they added both of those. I, I just remember before this uh, this debate started, I remember hopping in game and hearing dogs barking. I heard gun screens talking, and they weren't from people on my team. And I was able to find the enemies because of that. I was like, oh, I hear from the left. I hear I hear a, a, a battle buddy talking about you know reloading or whatever. I'm like, oh, that person's in that I left know. area. I go there and, and mow them down. I'm like, oh, that just that literally just helped me find them. So I'm yeah. like, so I'm like, thing, I was like, what the fuck was that? The, yeah. the funny thing about all this is that like it, it's. Like, you know, I've been running the battle buddy because, you know, it's funny, you know, it says so yeah. it says some funny stuff sometimes. But, yeah, you know, I can hear, like, especially on shipment, like, you can just hear oh my exactly God. where people are. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, with the battle Jesus. buddy especially. I, I haven't heard any dog barking, but uh, the battle buddy is, it, it, the battle buddy is especially hilarious because it doesn't, it, it's not, it's like, the battle buddy doesn't really do anything. It kind of, it says cookie cutter voice lines that are kind of like, okay, whatever. Um... And it gives away your position. So I don't really understand the thought process with uh, with the battle buddies. I think they're cool. They're 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 funny. Uh, this has some funny stuff, and it's uh, different than anything else that we had in COD. So like I'll I'll run it on my gun, but I've I've since stopped um, because I'm just hearing the same voice lines over and over again. Yeah. Um, that's why. I mean, I guess you can say that with anything. Like you're you're gonna hear your operator saying say the same voice lines over and over again. But I think. You know, operators probably have maybe more voice lines. I don't know that, but they right. really shouldn't be heard by enemies. I agree. Um, yeah, it shouldn't be heard heard by enemies. The battle buddies or the or the the dog. But even even that, if they if they weren't heard, and then it still was doing all these uh, supposed benefits, then maybe people would have a problem with that. Um, right. I wish the battle buddy took over the announcer character. They talk at the same time too often. I agree with that. And also, I find it really funny with some of the battle buddy voice lines. Where when you die, it starts saying this long sentence, but it gets cut off when you respawn. So it's like, what's the, what's the point? <laughs> they expect, well, they're expecting you to watch the kill camp to hear the full sentence. I believe that, that, that that's that's probably what the what the point is of that. I just I, I'm glad we're talking about this now again. This is a perfect opportunity to discuss something like this because I wouldn't want to go off on a tangent in videos about it. I just gave a really short like one minute segment in a recent video bringing this up, but. I was just like, am I missing something or, or is there more of a disadvantage here from running stuff like that in the game, especially on smaller maps where your position is going to be given away by a bark or by a fucking battle buddy, you know, laughing at you for dying to a sniper. You know what I mean? Like, it's just something like that. Is really Even on large me. maps, large maps, it would be a disadvantage, too, because, you know, you're probably going to spend a lot of your time on larger maps running around looking for people. And if you yeah. hear a little bark or a battle buddy, like you're just going to run over there. Well, that's multiplayer. What about Warzone where it's like an intense, you know, final circle. There's like eight people left and mm -hmm. everyone's hiding in one corner. And then your, your, your battle your buddy bark. starts telling you, yeah, or someone's <laughs> barking or your battle buddy's making fun of you. It's like, dude, that just ruined the fucking the final circle for you. So it's like, again, one of those cute things that, yeah, you want to run it a couple times. You want to try it, have fun with it, make some funny content out of it if you're a creator. But it's not something that I think is going to, you know, have, I don't think it's something that everyone's going to run like, like it's the plague, like it's, uh, you know, like it's, uh, the, the black rose skin or whatever, where it's like, wow, you're really at an advantage now because you're running this versus everybody else. Like it's not, it's not one of those things in my opinion. Um, and it's, I, I really don't think there's more advantages than disadvantages <laughs> with either of those two things either. Um, but yeah, overall, man, really, really interesting uh, update to season five. Obviously Warzone and DMZ didn't get much, but um, we're, Maybe going to get a, a larger update for Reloaded in both those modes. We'll, we'll have to wait and see how, how that works. But yep, that's that's, that's kind of uh, that's kind of what's been going on with Modern Warfare Two. But now, when it comes to MW Three, there's gonna be a lot to get through here. So first off, we finally got our logo reveal for the game itself. 
Um, I believe it was the same, yeah, the same day as the release of Snoop Dogg. You know, I was already, I was already live in the morning getting ready for that bundle to come out. I was going to review that, you know, look at the 50 years of hip-hop celebration. The same morning, they decided to reveal the logo for MW3. I'm like, oh, all right, here, here we go. And I love the the transition from green to red. Um, very, very cool cinematic so far. I think, if anything, the marketing from MW3 has been a lot sharper and a lot crazier, I think, than Mono Over 2 last year. Mm -hmm. um, very, very good edits overall. Really great music choices. Um, definitely in the chills from everything. Did Modern Warfare 2 even get, like, I don't know, Modern Warfare 2 didn't have a reveal event. It didn't have any, did it really even have any marketing lead up? It, like, essentially, like essentially, it was the it was they posted a short with the logo reveal, and then after that, they did the the artwork reveal through the helicopter preview, where people were on a helicopter flying over San and then Fran. Pre-orders went live, and then and then just pre-orders just randomly went live, and then it was the basically a massive buildup. I think it was during COD Champs, the Vanguard Finals, where they announced COD Next, and then mm, COD Next yeah. was what we had was really what we had to wait for to get everything when it comes to trailers, gameplay, Let's beta announcements. Pre-order the game before we have gameplay. I love it. I, I mean, it, it, it was that it was definitely an odd. I, I think the reason why they didn't do a Warzone event last year as well is because they were already like, all right, we're trying to move away from Vanguard as fast as we can. Caldera's not being received well. We're ready to move the fuck on. Let's not waste resources on mm -hmm. potentially a broken event inside of Caldera, which wouldn't even make sense narratively to then somehow set up Mono Warfare 2. There's probably no way they can even tie that in, to be honest with you. Um, so they just, they just kind of said, all right, let's just do something way different. Said, Screw it. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, what, what, like theoretically, what could you have revealed inside of Caldera? They would have made any sense to, to like tease Modern Warfare 2. Like, especially with Caldera being so confusing. Is it taking place in World War II? Is it the Pacific War? Is it 2020? Like, we don't know what the hell is going on in Caldera. Um, so I don't know. one shut down in like about a month in 10 days. That's now, crazy, right? dude. That, that's an, I mean, the controversy about that's died down a bit, but just wait until uh just wait until we get closer to that date watch like the the outcry i mean then again they are specifically shutting it down at our interesting time it's like right before i think it's gonna be right before the beta according to the insider gaming dates mm -hmm. so so there might be like a big distraction anyway where nobody really notices or cares much but well i mean i'm, I'm definitely down to stream wars on one one more time um <laughs> just to say bye to uh to, to that era of of cod br but with the logo reveal, uh, thoughts on the Red Roman numerals again? Is it kind of, are you warming up to it now? I know we talked about it before, but you warming up <sighs> to the uh, the direction they're going with it? Yeah, you know, when, when we originally saw that monster leak uh, a few weeks back, um, I didn't really like it at all. I, I, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling the colors, wasn't feeling the key art, um, wasn't feeling how the logo was set up. Um, but like I said on a previous podcast, that's how I felt about the Cold War Oh yeah! Ago, oh it yeah! Came out because it it was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. It's like it's like the live love laugh uh, posters you see at your grandparents' house, right? Yeah, um, that, that's what the Cold War logo looked like. That's what it looked like. Sure. And yeah. I didn't really I didn't really like it at first, but um, then the Modern Warfare Three One is really growing on me now. Now that we've seen the 4K resolution uh, of the key art and uh, you know the Vault Edition art and. Yeah, especially the the sound, the sound design on those on those teaser trailers and the ooh, key art reveals ooh, are yeah. so good. Like it, it's kind of like a crackly um, NVG sound. Mm. So good, absolutely love that. Um, so far, I mean, like I was looking at old key art uh, for Call of Duty games, and legit, the Modern Warfare Three One might be one of the best we've ever gotten in terms of key art. Like seeing that on like a game case is it looks so it's gonna look so good and it's gonna look so cool. If right. you are buying physical, that is. Um, 
yeah, I'm just really, it has really grown on me. The red has really grown on me, especially since their marketing seems to be being geared around a villain, you know, Makarov and um, evil type of things. So yeah, I, I'm, it's really starting to grow on me now. Um, but I did initially start off with not liking it as I did with Cold War. So hopefully, yeah. we, hopefully we see a trend here. You know, Cold War was a game that, Treyarch got put on and they got taken off by Black Ops 4. And, you know, um, Modern for 3 is a game that Modern for 3 is a game that Sledgehammer got pulled out Vanguard to go on MW3. So if the trend follows, you know, we could be looking at a, a very, very, a very good, good yeah. here. <laughs> and they have a solid foundation to start with as well. But again, the artwork looks fantastic. Really happy with that. But we have an exclusive from thatnated.com. And. It looks like some people's Xbox marketplaces or Xbox dashboards, not sure how, but on Xbox, people were able to see what apparently is our first actual look at in-game operators from Modern Warfare 3. That includes Makarov, a mysterious masked individual, and then Price and Ghost with new skins as well, which look amazing. Not sure if this is like Vault Edition bonuses or what this could be, but... That's our first official look at some skins in game. Again, it's not a leak at all. It's literally what popped up on people's Xboxes for MW3. Yep. The image has not been changed. It. They, they've yeah, since changed it. it, right? Which again, that means this was a mistake. They didn't mean to show this, but it's not a leak. We're just reporting on. Hey, this is what people were seeing in game. Um, that's all this was. But very, I think you actually broke the news on that too. Um, mm. I, I saw. I, I think. Uh, it was uh, Sonic 01. Yeah, I had tweeted me the picture, and then I, I relayed it to you as fast as I could, and then you got you got one of the first uh, major reports up uh, for an outlet. So really cool stuff. So yeah, that that's uh, that's going to be a, a list of operators. And speaking of the vault, this before we get into like the gameplay aspect of things. So the COD merch shop, as you also reported on yesterday, the COD merch shop came out with new offerings promoting on W3. You know, some T-shirts, some mugs, posters, sweaters, but. Some of the items are listed as Vault Edition items or mm-hmm. items promoting the Vault Edition. And I'm like, okay, that's the icon then for the Vault Edition. But think about it. They're calling it a Vault Edition. We got a Vault Edition last year with Modern Warfare 2. So yep. that that marks the return of Weapon Vaults. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on Weapon Vaults? you think they de- – because I'm now I'm, I'm understanding more their thought process of, vault, of the Vault Weapons – they make more sense for betas, wouldn't you say? Or, or how are you feeling about them bringing that back for just, you know, a beta again and not doing it throughout um, the post-launch on W2? Yeah, you know, I, especially since we're not going to be able to use our mono for two weapons in the beta, um, it definitely seems like weapon vaults are only going to be able to really be effective during that that beta um, window because you're going to start off MW2 with a billion weapon vaults already with all your uh, weapon skins, camels, blueprints, etc. Right. Um, so I, I think, I think it, it is uh, interesting. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't really, weapon vaults are cool. I think weapon vaults, the, the term weapon vault should only be used for things like mastercrafts where every single attachment fits the theme uh, of a weapon like Vanguard did. Vanguard did one, I think it was an Egyptian style bundle where if you changed any single attachment, the Mastercraft would still work and it would still look like the Mastercraft, right? Um, I think that was the case anyway. It was one. But, it was definitely one of those bundles for sure. They just didn't market yeah. it that way, which was odd because I feel like you could have really, you know, talked about that in some tweets or something, you know, on the COD Twitter. I, yeah, I, but, I, I just don't, I just don't think, 
I don't know. I think weapon vaults are kind of redundant at this point. I don't think that's going to be a big selling point for a lot of people this year around because it's not new. We're going to have all we're going to bring. We're carrying over every single thing we have from MW2, which I think was the main sort of pull uh, or in the MW3. I think that was the same sort of pull going into MW2 last year was like you could start off with a fully maxed out gun. You don't you know, you can just get right on, um, you know, unlocking something else or, or whatever the case may be. You work on gold. You don't have to level it up, or, or 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 I think you did have to level it up though, but you just had all the attachments. So I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure it was I, max leveled. Uh, maybe I'm I'm not remembering correctly, but it, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how they market it this time around because you have you already have somewhat poor reception to that to that system because you have people that, that that claim oh they promised more they actually never promised any more of those but yeah people that are like oh what happened to the weapon vaults thought there was gonna be a new thing this year and we never got any more people are already kind of salty about that so to see that you know now it's part of like a new edition of a new game people might be a little weird about that but on top of that um you know i like, I like what you said about how and we'll get to this in a second the launch window and beyond Modern Warfare three you essentially have unlimited weapon vaults because what you're going to have is everybody with maxed out mw2 weapons and then blueprints and tracers and death effects for those weapons so that's your yep. new version of weapon vaults anyway but for a beta it's cool to be able, i mean you could say that's pay to win technically but it's cool to have an advantage where it's like all right you're still working on leveling up and getting everything unlocked but you have at least one weapon with maxed out attachments and the ability to interchange those attachments without changing the look of the skin on, on probably one of the better weapons in the beta. I think that's cool. So maybe they'll spice up the, the vault in MW3 where it somehow has something more than the MW2 version, whether it's tracers, death effects, um, or something else. I mean, I, I want to pivot back to one of the new Season 5 updates that I find interesting, the introduction of Universal Wraps. So mm -hmm. I believe this is the way they're going to end up doing quote-unquote weapon vaults during post-launch now. Something that got introduced very late in MW2, just recently. We had a bundle that came out for the FR Avatar, the FFAR. The bundle is called, let's see, the Tracer Pack Penumbra, right? It features yeah. one blueprint, literally one blueprint for 2,000 COD points. It is the blueprint, the uh, the Anks Pitch for the FR Avatar featuring white smoke tracers and cool dismemberments. Not, nothing crazy, right? And then some other cosmetics. You have charm, emblem, loading screen, sticker, whatever. But... As it says, there's a universal wrap. So the Anx Pitch Blueprint applies to all FR Avancer attachments. So the Weapon Vault, if I'm not mistaken, was promising the ability to interchange all the attachments on every weapon as a part of that receiver and keep that same look, if I'm not mistaken, right? I believe that was the way they marketed the vault. So you had an M4, a FSS Hurricane, and I believe was an attack? In the weapon vault, I can't remember which other weapon was in the vault at this point. It's been a while. I know for sure it was more than more than two, if I'm not mistaken. So I forget. I, I I'm, I'm going to be honest. I I probably didn't use that weapon vault more than, <laughs> more than three more than times. The, yeah. Okay. If anyone in chat wants to correct us, feel free. I I, I I I have to pull it up. But I believe the initial promise was to be able to interchange all the attachments amongst that entire weapon tree, that receiver. Right. That's a lot of work if you think about it. That's why I get them only having time to do that during a, you know, for a beta or, you know, or for, or for pre-release. A launch. Yeah. Not for a, a launch. As a pre-order bonus. As a pre-order bonus. Now with the, the universal reps, that to me seems like a more reasonable type of bundle, at least once or twice a season where the blueprint that you get 
promises you the ability to interchange all the attachments on that one weapon while keeping that same look. Like you just said a few minutes ago, that makes sense for Mastercrafts, which Vanguard already showed us a, a hint yep. of. So you could bet if Sledgehammer did that with Vanguard, they'll probably do that Modern Warfare 3. But seeing this feature introduced now with Modern Warfare 2, again, you could argue, oh, they should have done this a long time ago. There's been cool blueprints already added in Modern Warfare 2. They should have had this. Fine. But I think this is their way of saying, okay, guys, you guys want more weapon vaults? Here's the way we're going to do it. Now, during Season 3 Reloaded, I also thought that the closest we had gotten to a weapon vault again was through that weapon mod in Koshai Complex, right? It was that, was it a cast of? I believe it's a cast of blueprint you could build by finding the attachments in Koshai. And the cool thing about that is that, yeah, you get all the attachments, you unlock the full blueprint, but you can already equip the individual six attachments as you so please on the cast off without putting all of them on. So that was also well, kind of a step in that direction, kind of. That, that That isn't new. You can do that with any single attachment already in the game previous to that. Right. Um, so, like, if I, if I have... Like, for example, I, I always use the uh, the purple F-Tac or the purple uh, the Ripper Underbarrel. I think that's what it's called. Sure, um, sure. I always use that one, and I had that one... I bought that one in a, a bundle in Season 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's not really a new feature, being able to put individual attachments on, on, a, on a gun that shares the same attachment, that shares that same attachment. Um, so that's not really a, a weapon vault. So, well, you know, I, I meant more along the lines of like a special offering that's like really exclusive and difficult or, or expensive or whatever that allows you to have that. I, I, that's what I meant by like it's like the closest to like a special offering again. Even though, again, yeah, you could equip all your skins of different attachments, however you so please. But that one felt very unique because it was bright, glowing. It was psycho, you know, from from a difficult DMZ type of quest uh, that you had to do. But, I, I mean, it's cool that the Universal Raps guys reduces. I think they're definitely going to utilize that. Because Vanguard had Mastercrafts. Sledgehammer did them. Uh, Treyarch did Mastercrafts in Cold War. Infinity Ward is the only studio that hasn't done Mastercrafts inside of Modern Warfare 19 or MW2. So... That right there probably means we're gonna have even crazier cosmetics and nicer ones in Modern Warfare Three. I'm really looking forward. Yeah, to Yeah, we better that. we better get some some mastercrafts. Um, we better get some mastercrafts in in the next in the next Modern Warfare game because like if they're starting to charge 3,000 cod points and I'm not even getting a mastercraft, like what's going on there? What's going on there? Huh? Yeah, Def that definitely very weird. Um, Definitely very weird. So yeah, we'll have to wait and see uh, how they're how they're gonna handle cosmetics in the next game. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be quite quite pleasant um, in comparison to what we've got. We've got some good cosmetics in this game. Don't get me wrong. We've got some good cosmetics, but I think uh, we're kind of on track to get even crazier ones. On top of that, um, you can now add Modern Warfare Three to your wish list on Steam or Battle.net. I don't think it's on a console yet, PlayStation or Xbox. It's just on PC where you can do that. So you can add to your wish list. But what that ended up doing is it opened up the, a, a discussion that I think is a little premature because, again, this could just be out-of-date info or not up-to-date info at all. Apparently, the Australian version of Modern Warfare 3 is listed as a game that costs $54 in that currency, which is the equivalent of $36 USD and about, what is it, I think 27 UK. So it is possible... That for whatever reason, and again, this would be weird though, that Modern Warfare 3 costs significantly less than a traditional Call of Duty title. But then again, then you look at what could be a Vault Edition, which is confirmed already. Would that only cost, what, 50 USD instead of 70? If that's the case, hey, we'll take it. I'm not complaining. But I really feel like that is 
premature information. I don't think that that is anything more than a placeholder right now that you can see on Steam or Battle.net or whatever. How do you feel about that potential price difference or price update for a game that, again, people are arguing, oh, it, the game is just an expansion. It's DLC. It makes sense to be cheaper. I, I think, you know, based on what has been confirmed, it's a full-fledged COD title that just happens to support all the content from the last game that people out there have been asking for for years anyway. That's what mm -hmm. I think. And that's how they'll justify charging full 70 bucks because it is a full new game with a campaign, multiplayer, and probably a zombies. What do you think about that price? Yeah, I know. I was saying this to you earlier that, like, I don't know. It, it very well could be the real price we are looking at, um, even though I don't necessarily think it is because, you know, we're still getting... We're still getting a campaign. We're still getting, you know, all new, uh, you know, uh, and hopefully a catalog of new maps, new weapons, uh, operators, etc. And to to see to see a price like that would almost kind of like justify people's problems with the game right now. Because I, because realistically, I, I don't think people's problem with the game right now is, is anything to do with the actual game itself, and it's everything to do with the rumor that came out that said it was a DLC. Um, like no one's talking shit. I mean, people are talking shit, but unwarranted shit. About, <laughs> yeah. About the, the carryover stuff, like the carryover stuff. It, there's, there's not one L about the carryover stuff. Oh, I can't wait to get that, to that. That, <laughs> that is all W. Yeah. Yeah. What we've heard about gameplay mechanics and changes sledgehammer was made all W red dots on minimap, uh, apparently slide canceling. Um, the, you know, the, these are features that people want in, in, in the game. And it seems like the only criticism this game has gotten is that it was supposed to be a DLC and it was supposed to be this add-on to MW2, which is, I'd say it probably is true. Um, but, you know, they probably, somewhere on the line, they were like, you know what, we have something actually full on our hands here to, to release in terms of campaign and, and, and everything else. So they're like, screw it. I mean, we're going to put it up as a, as a full-fledged game. And maybe because of that choice, they are going to show to charge less for it um considering it's it was originally a a, uh, a dlc quote unquote but i think we're gonna pay for that either way i think the, the misconception about the year two thing is that it was going to be two years of free dlc seasons which was never the case that, that, that wasn't that was even going to be the yeah case. that wasn't that wasn't even leaked by the people that initially put out that rumor that's the funny thing <laughs> that was never even a discussion but, but then again what yeah. was it but then again, what would happen? Let's say, let's say in a different world, you had Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare II released in twenty two, twenty twenty two, and we get around this year, and we know we're not here, we're not hearing anything about new, about a new COD, we're not hearing anything about uh, no teasers, whatever. And then one day they're like, "Oh yeah, we're, this is a two year game now," and then you're gonna pay seventy dollars for uh, a DLC expansion pack that just goes on to MW two. Um, what what would that look like after that though, especially with free DLC seasons? That um, that would have that would have probably that probably would have been one of the worst, if not the most controversial things to ever happen in Call of Duty history, maybe even in AAA gaming history, where the series already pivoted towards a free seasonal structure that got received while the Modern Warfare 19 to where they justified keeping that in Cold War Vanguard this game to go to then go backwards and charge for DLC again. And then for and then for what though? For like a one-time drop in November, and then what happens the months after that? Do you just get another six do you seasons? Get seasonal drop. Do you get or... more? Yeah, that that already doesn't make any fucking sense. How do you market that? 
And then it's kind of like, you know what it reminds me of? This is really off topic for a second, but for some reason it just, it just came to my mind. It's like when you make a banger ass video and this happens to every YouTuber that does it full time. <laughs> and you're like, how the fuck do I title this or do a thumbnail for it? That's literally what that would have been. Like, I know it's a very weird out there kind of comparison, but I want to bring that up real quickly. On top of that, that, that is already going to be poorly received, but then... I think a lot of people would have been like, oh, no new COD this year? To celebrate 20 years of the franchise, you're going to break the annual cycle and not do a new COD. And now, I haven't wanted to say in the past, hey, strong games like Black Ops 3, 4, Cold War, even MW19, even this game, Model for 2, are games, I think, that showed you clearly you can do multiple years of support and you don't have to drop a new COD the year after. But when you don't initially market that from the get-go... I think that that hurts a lot. And they didn't say anything. They didn't even tease anything remotely close to, yeah, MW2 is a two-year game. They didn't say that at COD Next. No private creator it calls. Never true. I don't it, think was it, was never, true. it was never true. The rumor now from Jason Schreier and Bloomberg, again, that's the press, they were claiming that based on their sources, Modern Warfare 2 was getting a second year of content, but it would be a paid expansion. They didn't even, because I don't think they're big into COD, you know, Jason Schreier or Bloomberg, they're probably not big into COD at all. They just cover all gaming. They did it. When people were asking them on Twitter, how would that make sense with the seasonal structure? They had no idea how to answer that. They would just say, not sure. I just heard that it's more MW2 content. That's all they said. But they always were clear that it was paid. So that's why I knew that that from the start was weird. Barry Sloan, that plays Price on Twitter, quote tweeted the, the trailer from W3 saying it's not a fucking expansion pack. That's a hilarious quote tweet that I didn't expect from somebody that works in you know within the realm that's of a god character that's a main character <laughs> yeah i just you know it's funny to see this because you know it's it's dumb that the you know some of the initial responses to the reveal aren't about how cool the reveal is or what has been confirmed about it so far it's about a rumor that has done a lot of damage and that's and we talked about this in length in older podcast an older podcast. A multiple podcast multiple videos of mine tweets we've talked about it for years that the damage rumors can do is so scary and that's why you know i'm not i'm not you know hoping that you know people have lawyers knocking on their door but it's cool to see that activision took charge of somebody like ralph's valve who again may have been right about certain leaks for mw2 but then took things way too far with stuff that was so out there and so false that it created false perceptions of what the fuck the game was about and what it was going for that it's cool to see action taken on those kind of people. And, you know, you have people like Ghost of Hope. You have other people out there on Twitter that are going to have big followings that have reported on accurate things in the past. But then they start going off on these tangents. Like, for example, I know Hope had said something like, oh, um, uh, Maurer Tolan, final round base map in Cold War. Uh, one of the round base maps in Cold War is being saved for Vanguard. Things that are just so false that... That ends up creating really, really stained perceptions of reality yeah, that, for the COD community. That then you still hear about that shit for months and years later. That damages actual official marketing. What, what were you gonna say? That that I remember when that uh, rumor came out, um, and it was it was disproven within the day. And I, I think he did tweet about that. Um, yeah, but he left it up for for transparency or whatever. But um, even with like even with detonated stuff, when I when I put out some some detonated tweets, like. Uh, with info, I, I try to make sure that you know everything is like I know for certain, right? Right. That this is that this is like what it is. So um, to put out such a big claim like that, um, because I remember the community that day. The community that day was on fire. Oh about, yeah. About Cold War zombies, but you know, luckily that the uh, you know the the faults were realized there in that in that specific situation. But 
Yeah, again, the, the the damage might have already been done. You know, people are going to see people are going to see the the big headline, but they're not they're not going to see the apology, and that's how it works. Yeah, no, I, that that's the, and that's what always happens as well. Again, it's like I, I can even I can even stretch this back years ago to the whole Zombie Chronicle two thing. That again, I made several videos about because there was a huge interest in that topic, and I enjoyed making those videos. There was so many people, again, accurate people in the community that had leaked lots of details about MW nineteen, Cold War, whatever. And I remember, or not Cold War, but Cosmic 20 at the time. Uh, yeah. And I remember making videos being, hey, you guys want to hear more about this? This is the latest news coming from these people. Here's what I think. Here's my thoughts. Here's what makes sense. Here's what doesn't make sense. I make those videos and, you know, some stuff obviously came true. Some stuff didn't. And then it, it, and then in terms of Chronicles, uh, you know, there was very, very solid proof and evidence and, and good material to discuss. But then for people, like you just said, they, they won't ever see the apology or the correction. They just saw the initial report and then ran with it and then never followed up again. That's what happens. That's the danger of rumors like that. So when you have all Victus maps remade inside a blackout, when you have accurate leakers on Twitter or wherever talking about that, and I make videos about it, I'm just reporting as a creator that loves COD, but people are never going to see, oh, you know, that was the rumor up front, but they're never going to see what happened afterwards. They're not going to see the aftermath. They're not going to go back and follow up and be like, oh, that stuff got canceled or oh, that stuff, you know, ended up not and being true like, or look the damage that did. I think that's the perfect way to, to, uh, to kind of say what the year two rumors from MW2 was because everyone, everyone heard that MW2 was a year two game, but Apparently, no one cared when there was more information that came out that... It wasn't. That it, was a, it was a five-season game initially. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there, <laughs> there, there was... I remember I said this before, that there was more evidence that Mono for Two was a five-season game than it was a year, two-year supported game. Yeah. Because um, when we started hearing things like there's only going to be five raids, which the irony in that is they didn't even get the five. They only made four. Um but yeah, I, I just think, you know, that just comes with, it just comes with the community, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there's not, there's nothing that really can be done about it. You know, people are going to say what they're going to say and tweet what they're going to tweet. Um, it's just, I, I guess it just all comes down to people um, sort of thinking for themselves and, you know, doing, doing their own research after that. Um, right. Right. It's just, it's just silly because especially with that, um, Infinity Ward literally came out and said in a TikTok. MW2 will have a post-launch story told across five seasons with five raid episodes. That's their confirmation. So, so that should serve as proof that things can be 100% certain. Or I'm sorry, that should serve as proof that things can be 100% certain today, but could be scrapped and modified tomorrow. And I, and I, I still to this day don't understand why people, especially with the Chronicles 2 rumors from years ago, BO4, I don't understand how people can't grasp the concept that that might have legitimately been a plan that was set in stone, according to the leakers that had revealed all of Modern Warfare 19 prematurely. Why is it hard to understand that that might, that Chronicles 2 was a plan at one point? And you have the evidence in-game through Blackout to support it, on top of the other proof that had come out. But then got scrapped because Treyarch got pulled off of Black Ops 4 to work on 2020, which was Cold War. Why is that concept hard to grasp? Say, and also, you know, why is it hard to grasp the year two Modern Warfare 2 rumors? When Infinity War literally confirmed, initially, like you said, there was more proof that... The game was a five-season game like Vanguard with five raids. That was it. Why is it hard to understand now that, oh, yeah, there was a plan for five raids, five seasons of story. That changed to, okay, now we're going to do six seasons, only four raids, and a new COD is coming out next year, not a year two expansion map pack. 
Why? Why? I don't get why that's a, a difficult concept to, to grasp for some people. You know, um, it, it's just it's it blows my mind to this day. You know, it blows my mind to this day. When, when stuff, stuff is very clear that way, it's like I, I just I, that, that that that's crazy to me. Let's just move on to a different topic. This is just gonna go in circles. So. Um, oh yeah, no, it's not gonna be circles. I just I just thought that that was a very great way to depict people that have stuff told to them by devs and then still don't 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 get it later on. But yeah, we had an article about the announcement. Um, then here's where things got spicy again, because and this happened just yesterday, I believe last gen consoles, apparently not getting support from Modern Warfare three based on an Xbox listing, which only mentioned Xbox X and S Xbox series X and S, excuse me. Whereas Sony, however, when they re-uploaded the teaser from W three mentioned PS4 and PS5. So th this led to a discussion about last gen being cut off. I personally don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. I think it, I think it was confirmed in a in a Activision earnings call or uh, what was it? It was either an earnings call or a Microsoft document from that the acquisition court case where they said that so many players are still on last gen, it is financially irresponsible to cut off PS4 and Xbox One right now this second. I could see it happening maybe next year or the year after. Even that's already kind of a stretch. But what are your thoughts on on Xbox not mentioning uh, Xbox One. Do you think that this is a uh, situation where, for some reason, Xbox doesn't have support specifically, and then PlayStation still does, or is it just placeholder? What, what would you say about the last? I round? mean, none of the, none of those pages are even complete, so really anything on there should is is just should just be taken as like unfinished, um, right? Because not like any of those pages aren't complete. The 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 Steam one isn't complete. The Battle.net one isn't complete. Why would the Xbox one be complete? It's There's no information outside of the key art and saying the reveals in Warzone and some other placeholder information at the bottom like uh, has been, um, you know, spread over Twitter with the Xbox Series X stuff. So Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking that, you know, there's no way they cut off last time right now. You also, uh, you tweeted about the DM, right? Somebody had uh, added, or they, they added de uh, detonated on Twitter about a DM with Xbox support. Somebody asked about that. Xbox support did did confirm that the game is available on Xbox One. So unless Xbox support is is uh, is incorrect uh, via DM on Twitter, then yeah. it looks like it looks like that it is a support Xbox One. There's the, I just don't see, especially for this game already kind of being on hot water is a little controversial. I don't see them cutting off last last gen right now. There's no way, especially if like imagine somebody like oh I'm excited to use my Mono Warfare two weapons. On uh, on Modern Warfare Three, like oh, I'm on Xbox One. I can't play the game now. <laughs> it's like there's no way they they market all this carry forward content. You're just not able to play it because you're on oh, last man, gen. That'd be funny. I that'd be the biggest fucking like fuck you ever. That'd be hilarious. But no, there's there's no way that that's the case. But uh, with that now, let's jump into the carry forward feature. We are gonna get to more gameplay and, and all that in a second. There's a lot to get through with that, but. Carry Forward is a feature they got confirmed about a month ago by the COD Twitter. They put out a poll on Twitter asking if all content should carry forward from, from MW2 to 3. And obviously that was confirmation. Yeah, that's what they're planning on doing. I was invited to a creator call with Activision. It was this past Tuesday, I believe. And in the call, they just went through exactly what is transferring from MW2 to MW3, how that'll work, and all the technical questions that we had were answered, for the most part, about... This new system. The embargo lifted for this information a day later. It was this past Wednesday. And we were able to talk about the phone call. Just as COD also dropped a blog post about 
carry forward and how it's going to work. So starting with weapons, um, also big shout out to the GOAT Fajardi. He made some great graphics about this information um, right as the blog dropped just for clearer transparency. I was able to then, you know, slide these into videos and whatnot later on. Um, again, the blog post didn't really have any specific images to convey this information. So, you know, it was hard. It was kind of hard to visualize some of this stuff. So he went ahead and took the blog info, made some graphics. Um, I think, I think that, you know, I think it's very well conveyed here with the images he made. So all MW2 weapons available at launch, not during the beta. I hope that's very clear. Because don't you think the beta would be kind of ruined if you just had every MW2 yeah, fucking KB Broadside Dragon's Breath? It's like, you can't even yeah. enjoy the beta for what it is. Um, weapon leveling transfers. So let's say you were level 10 with attack. You're also level 10 with it in Mono Warfare 3. The guns transfer with the same leveling you had in Mono Warfare 2. If for some reason you go backwards and play MW2, the weapon leveling also transfers. So it's a very clear system with the weapon leveling. All the same attachments, modifications, gunsmith, all that's coming back. That's for weapons. It's very, very clear. Uh, camos, however, very interesting. So all your camos transfer, all base ones, all mastery ones, all of that will transfer. Let's say you didn't finish a camo for MW2 gun. You can actually do that in Mono Warfare 3. So if you didn't finish Polyatomic or if you didn't finish one of the base challenges for one of your weapons, you can do that in Mono Warfare 3. Do you think that's a good idea, though, like to be able to do that in both games? Do you think that's cool that you, you have that transfer? overall with, with camels or do you think that they should have just limited you know oh you can use them but you can't grind them in the same game i think i think it's all right i think it's fine yeah just have them in that let it grind let everyone grind do whatever the hell they want they made it very clear on the call and i believe it's somewhere in the blog they also dropped let me uh i'll pull it up just for just for transparency as well there is a completely separate progression system and mastery camel grind in mono warfare 3 you just are able to use mw2 weapons and carry over all the camos that came with those weapons. Hopefully that's clear. There is still a separate grind completely, again, for a separate set of mastery camos. What you can't do is use Mono Warfare 2 camos on Mono Warfare 3 weapons or vice versa. That, to me, makes sense from a development and an engineering standpoint. Even Or maybe it's easier and they could just flip a switch on and it works. I doubt that's the way it works. Maybe they could make that work. If so, if it's not that hard to do... Maybe you have that as an ultra grand mastery reward. I know Sniper recommended that in chat a little while ago. Maybe have that as a grand mastery reward later, where if you've done everything across both games, you can mix and match everything. That would be cool. That wasn't confirmed or teased at all, though. Just, just making that clear. Cosmetics, all operators, whether they're expired, celebrity ones or not, everything in your inventory transfers into MW3. Absolutely everything except for items that aren't available in Mono Warfare 3's ecosystem. For example, they gave us a clear example, the TAV, the new vehicle from Season 4, the tactical amphibious vehicle that you see in Battle Royale right now. That's not in Mono Warfare 3, at least not right away. So there's no way to use that item in Mono Warfare 3. Therefore, your skins don't transfer for that. If for some reason they add a ground war or something and they add that vehicle in, you'll probably be able to then use your vehicle skins from Mono Warfare 2 then on that weapon. If, for example, MW2 had sprays and Mono Warfare 3 didn't have sprays, you can't transfer your sprays because the item doesn't exist in the new game. I know sprays don't exist. Hopefully that's clear. Absolutely everything transfers. Um, it's your entire inventory, literally. During the beta, no MW2 stuff. And then by season one, all MW3 stuff is integrated with Warzone and the new map that's set for season one. That's the gist of it. Um... Fajardi, take it away with what is easily some of the funniest complaining I've ever seen, 
where people were actually upset about this. And I, I also cannot grasp uh, basic English with this because I'm like, I, I can't see how there were complaints about a feature like this. Can you tell me one negative? What's a net negative with a carry forward feature like this? Besides maybe, oh, lobbies being ruined because people are running maxed out MW2 weapons. We'll get to that too. What? Is, is this not something we, people have been asking for for years? Something that Overwatch just did, Counter-Strike's going to do? What is the problem with this? I couldn't tell you, really. Uh, I don't know how you can read and look at all the information and be like, <laughs> I'm still going to complain about something. Um, <laughs> when, when they've easily could have said, I, you know what? You, we're not, you're not going to bring anything over. You're not going to bring any operator. You're not going to bring over any blueprint, any bundle. You're not going to bring any of that over, and you're going to start fresh again. They could have probably easily just done that as well, and it probably be, would have been less work for them. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so, you know, even, oh, if there is, oh even if there is some certain things they probably may have could have added or done to uh, the carryover, like I know Perka said, uh, can't use MW2 can't use MW2 camos and MW3 weapons. I think the reason why they're not doing that is because then there would be no reason to even grind out the new MW3 weapons um, for the camos, you know, for those camo grinders, especially on launch. Um, because you'd already have uh, a moving mastery camo available for it. So, you know, I think I can see why they can look at that as a negative, but I think it, it is it is a good thing because it'll promote you to actually play the game and, and grind a new camo. Like, there is a new mastery camo coming, um, etc. So, yeah, it's just, it, it's all like, I don't know. Very nitpicky. I feel like, yeah, it's just like us with uh, artwork and, and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, as a camo grinder, I just need to see a camo in my gun or I go crazy. Well, there you go. You get a brand new uh, MW3 Mastery Camo to grind. So there you go. Uh, and also giving people something to do. But, you know, I, you know, I know Perka was asking about, you know, mixing and matching camos, you know, MW2 ones and MW3 weapons, vice versa. That'd be cool. I think it's a brilliant feature for, again, Ultra Grand Mastery, rewarding the top grinders. And encouraging mm -hmm. you to do that MW3 grind because the point of COD, you know, at least from the studio standpoint, they want they, they really want to ensure longevity. They want to ensure high player engagement, long player engagement. Therefore, it probably would hurt engagement if they're like, oh yeah, there's new master camo, but oh, you can just use all the same shit from MW2 on, on your on your new on the newer weapons. That would probably not encourage people to do the new grind, especially if somebody's like, oh. Poly looks better than the new MW3 Mastery Camo. Therefore, I'm only going to run Polyatomic on the MW3 weapons. That probably would hurt player engagement. So I do want that feature, but I do think it makes more sense as like a grand Ultra Mastery reward later for the top grinders. That makes sense to me. Especially like someone like Perka or someone else in chat that's going to grind MW3's camos anyway. Cool, That'd be cool to be rewarded for that. Especially the mixing and matching camos feature that we, that we got leaked in yeah. one over 2. That's also another thing that I'm like, oh, maybe that's something being saved for... MW3 as well, like being able to have poly and platinum on the same weapon kind of thing. That that would be a really cool, uh, really cool grind. Same with sniper and chat, literally. Um, so that is probably like the only nitpick. But other than that, do you think that the carry forward feature fuels the fire with that whole complaint about how this game's a quote unquote expansion pack? Do you think that that makes the 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 argument stronger? Is that why do you think that this has been poorly received? Because it, it, it's fueling on the people that are like, oh, this is just a $70 map pack. Or do you think that or you think it's just a coincidence that there's complaints about both? Or are they connected? I think I, those, are de those are definitely connected. And it goes with, I think that the complaint about the, the stuff transferring over 
goes to is also connected to the complaint the only complaint about modern warfare 3 at the moment that it's like a dlc game so it's like oh it's so clearly a dlc they're just transferring everything over and it's just it's just a real like negative mindset i think um especially when we're getting like a brand new campaign uh etc like a full new story for for the mode uh for the game in general, full new direction that Modern Warfare Two is is not in that same oh. direction. So, yeah, I think those those two criticisms are definitely connected, um, in, in some sort of way. Yeah, it was going to be seventy dollars regardless. Yeah, so w w what would you rather pay for? Would you rather pay seventy dollars for uh, Modern Warfare Two twentieth anniversary celebration pack or Modern Warfare Three? You're gonna you're you're going to be buying one of those this year. So <laughs> you will be buying one of those. Buy. Yeah. It's it's or you can buy neither. It's your choice, but the, the, I guarantee the people that complain the most are, are definitely buying one of those. So that's but that's. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad it's MW3 because you know it has its own theme, its own direction, um, it, it, its own campaign, which probably would have anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I think on top of that too, you brought up a really scary reality, right? A reality where. It was a map pack that came out this year, cost X amount of money. That would have been, I think, catastrophic. And it's funny because do you remember when Overwatch 2 got announced or or whatever, the integration was revealed with how you can transfer all your Overwatch 1 stuff to the new game. It's like an application change or whatever. And then when Counter-Strike, the new one, uh, got revealed right away do you remember seeing all the tweets like oh these games figured it out why can't cod let you transfer your stuff that was mm -hmm. literally what people were saying because people were still upset that Modern Warfare 19 skins weren't transferable to Modern Warfare 2 so they've the thing is they've answered that feedback they, they, they they've answered the feedback i i just don't get like what else can you complain about with that i just i, I don't i don't get it but it, it reminds me yeah. clearly of like the treyarch black ops routine which is, and again, people can disagree with this. It's subjective, but notice how every single Black Ops game directly, and I mean directly, responds to the feedback of the last game. Every single time. I don't care if it's multiplayer, zombies, whatever. They do it every time. Everything you, that's in a current Treyarch game was asked for in the last one. Every time. Try to, try to debate that. I, I think it's a hard one to debate. Honestly. So they're doing that with this. I don't see the issue. What, what are you saying? I think... Um... You know, Percocet in chat, I heard this complaint, uh, MW3 is going to have less MW3 content and more MW2 content and calling it a negative. Um, I mean, if thinking about it logically, weapons-wise, uh, I can definitely get behind that because, what, you're going to have, like, 80-plus weapons being added from MW2 on launch of that game and all the operators, which, here's the thing, the operator thing, like, those, probably most of those operators would have been added back as yeah anyway and modern right. free like right. just, what who, who are we fooling here that they're not going to add price in all of 141 <laughs> in, the, in the next yeah year. yeah um, so you're getting that anyway it's just you get to keep the skins now which is which is the w but the weapon thing and here's what here's what we should be thinking about we should be thinking about it like this you know all the weapons we have for mw2 are going to be on launch mw3 good whatever there's probably going to be a considerably considerably uh more amount of MW2 weapons, I'd think, than MW3 weapons at launch. I, would you agree with that? I, th I think that's. I think that's a given. I mean, there's no. There's no way that's not possible. I think it, you six seasons now, worth of weapons versus launch, which is never that many. <laughs> we, have a, we, we have seen. We have seen a weapon uh, list uh, leak, but I haven't. I haven't exactly counted all that. But now imagine MW3 
around this time next year, imagine how much content is going to be in one game. Think about it like that. Um, I think I think when we start putting it into perspective like that, we're looking at an unprecedented amount of content inside of one single Call of Duty, um, because you know we're going to get those seasonal upgrades. We're going to get those. We're going to get the, everything right. Right. Um, right. So I mean, I think, you you also got to put in perspective uh, the fact that Black Ops 2024 is likely to have a reset. Not for Warzone. Warzone will always let you use everything. But Black Ops 2024 will be another fresh start with just that game stuff. And there'll probably be a mini Black Ops game like MW3 dropped in 2025 that has this carry forward feature. So see, they're, they're going to work in twos now. But then Warzone, let, Warzone has the overarching ability to let you use everything all at once, though. That's what I think is happening here. I just, I just don't understand um, where now people have a problem that that we're carrying over all the stuff. Now it's a problem that one game has more content than another. When for the past however many years that's been the case with DLC map packs, but going in, going in the going into Black Ops Three <laughs> yeah. and Infinite Warfare, what game had more content? On on when the next game launched, of course, Infinite Warfare had less content because Black Ops Three just had a whole year of updates, and that was during map pack era as well. So, um, wasn't it, yeah, wasn't the argument the past couple months that Modern Warfare Two has no content now it has too much content to where it's oh, Modern Warfare Three? Oh, so I don't, I don't give oh. which one is it, man. <laughs> That's actually I just, really funny. I just That's actually I, I really just, funny. Well, no, because it's like think about it, right? What will be the community consensus? In the it was it twelve months from now, eleven months from now, when they confirm Black Ops twenty twenty four is a fresh start because it's a fucking Black Ops game. You're not going to expect modern warfare uh, operators and weapons to be usable in that game. Are they going to be? Are there going to be people complaining? Oh, we just we just racked up our, our inventory for the past two years. Now it's reset again. Is that going to be the, the 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 complaint a year from now? There's no way. I could see them doing you know in, in groups of two the carry forward and then Warzone lets you use everything. If anything, Warzone should have it where it's like there's a mono, there's modern warfare BR maps. And then there's Black Ops BR maps, and then you have the weapons categorized. That that's how they should do that. But we'll get to that next year whenever they do that. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm they, just they, like, they what? Are, yeah, <laughs> they should have. They, they shouldn't have updated MW two. So when they had uh, MW three launch, it didn't feel like you know there was a completely, uh, you know, there was. You don't want to carry over too much, you know. We we, we don't want to use the operators. I would actually I, rather wait a, a multiple seasons to get price and, and gas inside of Modern Warfare 3. I, w- I don't want them at launch. I would want them, uh, I want to wait for those. Well, um, and then and it's also a matter of like, okay, <laughs> so weapons could certainly hurt Modern Warfare 3 MP, but I'm going to be honest with you, I'm probably not going to fucking use Modern Warfare 2 stuff that much in Modern Warfare 3 because I'll be so busy wanting to use the new weapons and the new, do the new Mastery Camel Grind, whatever, that I would have very little reason to want to use maxed out MW2 weapons Maybe if they're meta for that season, oh, I'll get a couple good gameplays with them. And it, what, what, Warzone's where that makes more sense, not multiplayer. And then on top of that, yeah. you know, I brought this up. Uh, that was the like, case with Warzone anyway. But that was already right. the case with Warzone right. for the last three years. We've already seen, you know, a, a transfer of content through Warzone 1 for three years. I, if anything, multiplayer is the mode that, that people wanted it for. But I'm I'm thinking, like I said last stream, the, the only benefit I see right now with, with you know, having decked out weapons... Day one is for zombies. If the game has a zombies on disc or whatever, Ooh. then that means you're not really behind having to level up weapons and stuff. You could just use decked out KV broadsides and M4s and whatever in the zombies. So there's a benefit there. I'm not even thinking and of using also, that stuff in multiplayer, though. I'm really not. I'm really not even thinking about it. 
also people got to think about it like this that since we're getting all of this mw2 content i'd be very surprised if they were to add duplicate weapons of the same thing like like someone said in chat at least we don't have to wait for mw2 guns to return the season which is probably going to happen if not 100 percent true and that's an amazing point to bring up because it, it almost now promotes sledgehammer uh you know and modern for three to create even more original weapons operators to bring into the game you know what i'm saying right because they can't they can't add the same gun they just did in mw2 because that's already being added so it's gonna have to make them think outside of the box i think is a is a, is a good way to to look at that um, i i i laugh if, if, if we see complaints in the next like you know a couple months where somebody's like oh i'm still on mw2 i didn't buy the new cod why can i not use mw3 guns that's gonna be so funny to see it's like w when was anything ever different for cod every year's a reset Warzone was the first time where it's like, oh, you can keep your stuff. And but now there's, be a problem. A, now there's a problem. Now there's a problem with when we can keep our stuff. I think that's... It's so comedic, dude, because it, you know what it reminds me of? I, lo I love this argument. It's, it's fucking hilarious to me. I, I tweeted this out a couple days ago, too. You, every time a new season comes out, I don't care what game it's for. I don't care if it was Modern Warfare 19, Cold War, Vanguard, this game. Yeah, there have been some weaker seasons than others with, like, not that much MP stuff. But you love seeing those comments where it's like, multiplayer didn't get anything this season. Where's the love? It's like, what did multiplayer ever get in the old days before the Warzone era started? What did MP ever get besides four MP maps every 90 days with a map pack that cost 15 bucks that divided the player base? And those are great maps, by the way. I loved all the, all the map pack DLCs. But... What did MP ever get that was so special that it's not getting today? Yeah, like I said, there's seasons where, oh, they're more Warzone-focused or whatever. MP doesn't get that much. But if you're getting at least two to three maps every 50 days, let, let alone weapons, modes, other expansions, events, that is significantly, objectively, more than multiplayer ever got in the past. Now, you could argue, oh, well, is the map design as good as before? That's up to your opinion. That's not a, that's not an objective conversation at all. We're talking objectively, what MP is getting in the in the, the last couple of years is objectively more than what it ever got from when the first map pack came out. It was for COD 4, the variety pack, up until uh, Black Ops 4, uh, Black Ops past maps. And then, you know, with MW19, we started the seasonal shit. But... That blows my mind that people act like something that it was that people act like things were so different over the last decade and it, and it, it, it wasn't. We're getting more now. It's just if you want if you want to argue that certain modes are being spread thin or, or whatever, that the design's not good. It's up to you to decide that. But it's just it blows my mind. People act like, you know, there was like this night and day difference with MP DLC years ago. Um, now, real quickly, remember that rumor? This actually came out from Jason Schreier. And yeah, I actually, Bloomberg. Yeah, I actually have to, to get going soon, so hopefully, yeah, yeah. I'll finish this this uh, thing. So yeah, and then oh, have to yeah, you're good. no, for sure. Um, remember that there was a rumor from Bloomberg and Jason Schreier that apparently maps and modes were also going to be transferring over into mm -hmm. uh, Modern Warfare Three. Do you think that is still? Do you think that's still possible, or maybe it was referring to just shipment shoot house? Uh, I, I don't really know. I, I think I almost wouldn't really want all the MW2 maps in, in MW3 because I kind of like that the that the maps, like the, the launch maps especially, are sort of like, you know, around uh, stuff in the, in the ground war maps and the, the campaign and stuff like that. But... I don't know. I also just don't really like some of the MW2 maps, so I like just a, a fresh, clean slate on the maps front. Um, the weapons are always fun to use, 
right. uh, even though they might lack certain personality thing they might lack a personality which is a, a you know a big issue um for me i'm still using them they're still it's still fun i i enjoy the mw2 mp a lot i just think i think that's a you're asking for a little bit too much there bring it over the maps yeah um, i think i think at most you'd get shipment and shoe house for those camel grinders hopefully anyway um just add it on launch because there's no like like what's the what's the point of waiting a season the, the, or I, I know it's, it's it's just yeah and modes are a given you're gonna see tdm you're gonna see domination you're gonna see all the oh, usual modes. Yeah. that's all a given but like maps i could see maybe like one or two but i, I can't see like you know uh museum and, and and hotel for some reason being playable inside of mw3 when you have that in mw2 nah. and you have that in warzone mobile already anyway um i just i can't i can't see them doing that but yeah let me know whenever you have to, whenever you have to get up i know you have that appointment i'll just i'll wrap up with the uh the trailer um or yeah um yeah, I have to leave right now. So yeah, yeah, it was it was good. I have an appointment to go to. I, I can just leave, right? It's not going to mess anything up. It should have messed anything up. No, nope, should not mess anything up. All right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Good try break Very good. Good pod. Good uh, stuff. MW three is shaping up to be a, a wonderful Call of Duty, and uh, I see everybody uh, in a stream on the Twitter. Check <laughs> all that stuff out. Hell yeah. But yeah, something like for me. Yep. Adios, chat. We will wrap up with the gameplay trailer because I feel like a lot of people missed some of the major parts of this trailer here. I think there's a lot of focus on Verdansk, and we'll start with that because I think people are um, most excited about what that could mean. So it looks like, again, it just looks like the prison point of interest from Verdansk, right, where the Gulag was, it looks like that's where everybody's headed. And I wonder who these operators are. There's no indicator as to who anybody is in this trailer. Everyone is is wearing very uh, discreet outfits. No insignias, no logos, nothing. They're maybe breaking somebody out of prison. There's, there's prison guards being killed up top here. Are they breaking Makarov out of prison? If so, is that his men from Connie, ultra-nationalist? Um, is it Shadow Company? Is it even one for one? Are we breaking them out of prison for whatever reason? I, I don't know. I doubt it. But... Verdant's coming back, right? That that's something that's been really heavily discussed. Um, you get a glimpse of the Verdant Stadium, right? People running in panic out of fear. I'm gonna say it's probably flashbacks, right? To set up Makarov's character to help tie the plots from Modern Warfare 19 to Modern Warfare 3, bringing it all full circle, introducing Makarov into the Modern Warfare reboot in a way that makes sense. Sure. Now, there's a problem though, and feel free to. Debate this in chat all you want. The problem is when you look at, you know, Verdance being remade on the new engine, it's going to be in Mono for 3's campaign. I'm all down for it. I'm, I'm excited to see some, you know, return to Verdance, right? It, it happens prior to the zombie outbreak, prior to the nuke event. Sure. But what this sets up, and I feel like nobody out there has really said this, you know, out loud at least. What this sets up now is a little recipe for disaster where we might have a new Warzone map. This fall, right? Whatever it is. It's Los Almas, whatever. We get more maps added throughout the year. Great. But because Verdance is in the campaign, it's going to be one of those things like buried from Blackout. The assets are already in game. Why not just turn it into the experience we want? Buried never became a Chronicles 2 map, whatever. Whereas Verdance here, it's like, oh, the map exists in the campaign already? Why is it not in BR? Why? It, it, it's setting up potential disaster where everybody out there is just like, oh, Averdance, Averdance, Averdance. 
If we get Verdance as a BR map, I'll play it. I'll take it. Sounds great. If we get it in Outbreak, that's also great. I'll, I'll like a zombies, a zombified Verdance. But then you're still going to have those people complaining, complaining, complaining about the BR support. I respect the studios for saying, hey, we want to put out new maps for BR and rotate them as often as possible. I respect that. But if you're going to have elements of campaign that have Verdansk in it, you're going to be seeing a lot of outcry for Verdansk Warzone again. And... Maybe it's possible because Verdansk will be in Warzone Mobile anyway. When that comes out globally, you get some type of major crossplay update. You can play with people on mobile, on, on console, PC. Who knows? It, it, it's totally possible. But I think right now that's really interesting that they put that in the trailers. Um, again, it's likely it's just flashbacks. But it's also totally possible that for some reason there's just points of interest that look like the Verdansk ones. Stadium, Dam, the Prison. And maybe it's not Verdansk at all. We don't know. But that was very interesting. They put that in the in the reveal trailer. Again, we got our Makarov reveal trailer. We got the actor Julian Kostav, who plays him, doing a fantastic job promoting this on his Twitter. He looks great in the trailer. And then we get actual gameplay segments, real gameplay. That's not just cinematic cutscenes. We get a follow-up to the No Russian post-credit scene of Mono for 2's campaign. It looks like, you know, we see a major commercial airline crashed somewhere. Um, inside of this campaign. That's probably the same plane from, again, MW2's post-credit scene. We have people dumping bodies, maybe evidence, into the fire. That's a, a normal suited individual that, again, was on that plane. I wonder who's throwing them in there. Is it Shadow Company? Is it Connie? We're not sure. So, No Russian is, is you know, we're getting a new iteration of No Russian. Probably a less controversial one and one version of it that we don't actually play. But we're witnessing the aftermath of it. That's likely what's happening. Unless the campaign opens up with us hijacking a plane and crashing it for whatever reason, we'll have to wait and see how they end up doing that. But there's also segments people out there haven't talked about too much. I love the tattoo editing in the trailer. Um, this might be the dam in Verdansk. It might not be. But we have vehicles, you know, driving over ice. People underwater destroying the ice to, 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 to drown the vehicles. I wonder who's so important in those cars. Who is being killed here? That's a crazy gameplay segment. I'm really looking forward to how brutal that is. But... You know, with flashback teasers comes the fear of maybe too many flashbacks. Will they pull a Vanguard inside of Modern Warfare 3 where every mission is essentially a flashback setting up these characters and then nothing really happens? Because if that's the case, that opens up the door for Modern Warfare 4 where we actually go and finally kill Makarov and take on his forces, whatever. I would hope that the whole game's not a flashback like Vanguard because that'll open up the door again to, oh, the game's just an expansion pack. It's just a DLC. It doesn't feel original. Nothing new happens. That would suck. But with the limited time such has had to make the game with, with Raven or with High Moon or whoever's working on it, I had hoped that they've had enough time to put out a really solid narrative that picks up a Mono over 2 left off and continues the story and doesn't take multiple missions to just flashback setting up characters' arcs. Having one or two missions as flashbacks I think is great. You know, for, for, you know, for the sake of uh, the canon and continuity. But let's not have every mission be a flashback. Um, that's kind of my take on, on, on what was seen here in this trailer. Following up on some of your comments in chat. Super chat from Anonymous. I'm curious with the Connie activities. How would Cordis die connect into this? And how do you think they'll ever connect this? Is Mono for 3 is a year before Black Ops 2? Um, that's a great question. If anything, I would assume that the post-launch story of Modern Warfare 3 might tie into Black Ops 2, which also, again, helps us bridge the gap from that to Black Ops 2024. Even though the next Black Ops game is rumored to take place in the 90s, I think if they're going to start really high, heavily tying into Black Ops, that's probably something they want to do during the post-launch of Modern Warfare 3, 
which is going to be close to the initial marketing for the next trailer game anyway. I think that's what they'll probably do that. I don't think the campaign will have any time to really uh, save for that kind of crossover unless they throw out Intel Easter eggs or TV screens somewhere that talk about that. But yeah, Black Ops 2 is still canon. Um, I spent too much time on that map. I'll play it on mobile for sure, Sniper. I'm looking forward to Wars on Mobile. Um, that other PC that I've, I've been waiting on apparently arrives in a week. So I'll be able to set up the podcast room and set up my Wars on Mobile um, my Wars on Mobile corner in the other room. I'll, I'll be I'll be getting that going. What's up, Roman Plays? Appreciate you popping in. Um, the gameplay, uh, the the plane part reminds me of the game or uh, the plane mission from Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool. That's gonna be really cool. I'm really excited about what they're doing with this campaign. But again, the trailer was excellent. Um, we are getting very different marketing this year as opposed to Modern Warfare Two. It's not you know I think they're being really straightforward with things this time around. Um, a lot more gameplay is being is being shown. I'm I'm a really big fan of that. Really big fan of that. Wouldn't mind a full flashback campaign where we had where we just play as Makarov, but then we'd have to wait until Mono for four, which would kind of suck. And that wouldn't come out to 2026, reportedly. Again, Microsoft could change everything as they take over. But right now the plan looks like Black Ops 2024 and a Black Ops game a year later, like MW3 is to MW2. So that would mean MW4, if it's in development, wouldn't come out until 2026. That's far away. So we wouldn't want to have to wait that long for an actual follow-up. But again, if you have a campaign full of flashbacks. That, to me, screams expansion pack, right? <laughs> Which we, we want to get away from that discussion as Modern Warfare 3 is its own new game. We want to get away from that. We don't want to have, uh, you know, we don't want to have that discussion as a reoccurring one the rest of the year. Um, in fact, the only way no Russian would be playable would be in the eyes of a civilian, yeah, which is kind of what we saw a glimpse of in the trailer anyway. Somebody running, you know, in a first-person perspective, you know, through the stadium. I guess that, that could... Uh, I guess that would that would make sense. But I feel like people breaking Makarov out is Task Force 1 for 1. That's, I mean, why are we doing that? Though? Are we trying to interrogate him? That, that, that could be something that... Uh, that could be something we end up doing. They couldn't do a full uh, flashback campaign because how would they progress the story with seasons? Well, that would be the thing, right? The whole campaign's a flashback and the post-launch seasons are picking up where MW2 left off or where MW3 leaves off with Makarov. That that would be their answer to that. And it's weird because, again, Vanguard's entire campaign was a flashback and then the post-launch seasons didn't even further that narrative either. They really didn't. <laughs> so it, it's really it's really interesting to see um, how that game was handled. So I guess I never saw the reception on a campaign filled with flashbacks. Hopefully they did because, again, Vanguard has some cool moments, but the first and last missions show you the potential with having, like, a campaign focused around a team, that Avengers kind of vibe that you kind of also see in Modern Warfare 2 with 141. But then but as Vanguard's getting good, the game ends. It's like, that's problematic when the post-launch there doesn't even follow up on that either. That sucks. You know, that, that that's really unfortunate to see. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see how they handle this campaign. But I doubt it'll be fully flashbacks. I really don't think they're going to do that. But there was also viral marketing um, that started with burner phones being sent out to select Warzone creators. And in those packages, a pair of slides or shoes were given out, a can, and then a cell phone. This was interpreted as slide canceling returning. It hasn't been debunked by the studio at all, but that could be confirmation that slide canceling is back. Could be. But we'll have to wait and see. I still think it, it's it's going to be wild to have a game like Modern Warfare 3 marketed as, oh, it's not Modern Warfare 2. Or, hey, here's everything Infinity Ward didn't add. Now we're adding it. 
I guess from a business standpoint, it's going to sell. But I think overall, that looks very odd to be like, oh yeah, Sledgehammer is doing a Modern Warfare 3. I know they did the old one 10 years ago, 2011, but they're doing a Modern Warfare 3 and they're going to be adding in all the things that people were asking for in Modern Warfare 2. I'll take it. I'm not complaining about it. I just find that odd from a marketing standpoint. It's really funny to see. So we'll see how that goes. Slide canceling apparently is back. But the phone was then used for further teasers. Um, the unknown caller has then been has then gifted streamers with 50 subs, which is really cool. The unknown caller being Makarov, of course. And could tie into a theory that's been going around for years, which is that Makarov was actually the banker at Mono for 19 Spec Ops. Hence why... The photo that Laswell shows Price in the ending of Mono for Two is the same image of the banker. Could just be a placeholder, or is intended that Makarov was the mysterious banker that we actually didn't kill in Mono for Nineteen Spec Ops. Um, that could be what happened there. Very, very interesting. I then posted a video yesterday, which you guys can check out. Um, I actually link it right now in chat in regard in regarding uh, or in regards to the Shadow Siege event. Some new teasers have actually been added inside of the game with the launch of Season 5. I'll, I'll link the video right there for those who want to check that out later. If you want to maybe pull that up, save the tab. Um, made a video all about the gameplay teasers. We have a lot of intel that was dropped through DMZ and other lore that we were able to find. And we have missiles that were added around Almazra. Shout out to Killer Stitch for helping me put together the, the narrative aspect of this video. Missiles that can be seen, they're owned by Connie. They're inside of Almazra right now. They are targeting... Apparently, different points of interest on Omazra and even the Zaya Observatory. Now, a cargo ship was added, and there's a bunch of missiles on that as well. Apparently, you can't see the missiles on Warzone for whatever reason, but you could see them on DMZ. I'm not sure why that's the case. Can't really explain that one. But Graves in the Season 5 cinematic cutscene points out that, yeah, there is, I think, one missile site at Cemetery that is targeting Zaya Observatory. The blog post for... Model for three also confirms that Zai Observatory is occupied by Connie now. So it's unclear if in the Shadow Siege event they've already taken over Zaya. Have they gone into the secret bunker yet to find whatever that really weird gas chemical weapon is? Is it zombies related? Is it Ethereum? Is it Nova 5? The the teaser image for Shadow Siege shows red skies and crazy shit. I'm like, is that a hint that we fail and they do get what they wanted? Uh it's a four-person playlist. So even though, you know, there's a lot of references to this event being in DMZ. It's a four-person event allowing you to drop in with your loadout. So maybe it's neither Warzone or DMZ, but it could just be our actual first ever four-player DMZ experience. Very objective-focused. Um, you'll have your primary objective in the playlist, which is to, I guess, secure SAM sites, according to Intel, to prevent the missile strikes from hitting Zaya, taking out Connie forces, investigating the secret bunker, which is where Connie is at, apparently. A lot of objectives going on there. There'll be a, uh, there'll be numerous rewards you can actually unlock in the event as well, which is cool. With one of those weapons being confirmed to, be, or one of those rewards being confirmed to be a base weapon, so that's been leaked to be the M13C assault rifle. Um, I know there's in-game pop-ups that popped up for some people, including myself, saying that the M13C is in a Shadow Siege challenge. So we'll have to wait and see how that goes. I'm very excited about that. So there'll be there'll be it'll be a very unique reveal event for Modern Warfare 3, more to do than just, oh, everybody has a lobby, go in and, and, and do something, and then the trailer shows, this will be something where you're in a four-player squad only against Connie with multiple objectives to do, and I guess there's a main objective that shows the trailer, and then other objectives allowing you to get other rewards. Text messages were sent out by the uh, unknown caller, aka Makarov, 
providing us with more images and teasers of uh, Almazra, Zai Observatory, SAM sites underneath the bunker. Pretty cool teasers. It's a very interesting reveal event. It's happening again uh, Thursday, August 17th. It's about six days away from now. So next podcast we have, we'll be talking all about the all about the reveal event and what happened um, within it. But yeah, I was able to kind of put together intel and lore to get an idea of what's happening there. Apparently, you know, based on the, based on the, I think it's one of the tier two shadow company missions in DMZ, uh, you're placing two IR beacons on two missiles. One missile is in cemetery, I believe, whereas another missile is in a random location. So the fact that the teaser image for the event shows us like seven or so locations for missile strikes has me thinking that maybe it'll be RNG in the event with where we have to go to disable missiles or activate SAM sites or whatever. Or maybe we successfully defend one during the event and then a second one goes off and then Connie wins and they open up that bunker, they get in, find their chemical weapon, they set it off. We then deal with the aftermath and then boom, the trailer plays setting up the Mono for 3 campaign. So then again, this reveal event is... is Setting up a cool narrative. I doubt MW3 is full of flashbacks. There's just no way. They're setting up something really cool here. But the fact that this teaser image shows red skies and explosions and shit, maybe Connie wins. Maybe it sets up Outbreak on, you know, some type of big experience. I mean, it's unclear what, what's going on here. But, you know, Philip Graves' quote is, this is an airborne to ground assault of the Connie-occupied Zaya Observatory. So Connie's there. Did they, did they get into the bunker? That's the question. Um, we've seen SAM sites destroyed before in Spec Ops. Maybe that's what Connie does. They destroy all the SAM sites um, prior to the event starting. And then we spawn in as Shadow Company or 141. And we're trying to somehow disable missiles or we're just dealing with the aftermath of missile destruction. A lot of cool ways they can do this event. It's its own playlist that you can see right now at the menu of Warzone. Um, very, very cool. Curtis and Chad said, that's if you have a podcast and you don't cancel it again. Yeah, we don't we don't cancel podcasts because we want to or like to. I don't do or we don't do podcasts on Fridays where there's a major release such as an in-game challenge event or a bundle I want to review. Those are very few exceptions. They don't happen that often where we'll not do a podcast because of that, um, such as last Friday with the Shadow Siege event, um, or I'm sorry, the Faction Showdown event. We, uh, we just didn't do a podcast because of that event starting. And I was streaming that and posting coverage about that. Um, let me write this down real quick. Writing down some notes here. But yeah, we, we don't we don't particularly enjoy to ever cancel podcasts. Very few times have there been, a, have there been moments where like we actually felt sick and had to cancel. That very rarely ever happens. Um, but yeah, on top of that, they mentioned that you log into Warzone at 9.30 a.m. Pacific, which is 11.30 Central, 12.30 Eastern. Double XP starts at that time. But an hour after that, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, which is 12.30 Central, 1.30 Eastern, that's when Shadow Siege actually starts. That's when you can hop into the playlist and actually play. So there were, right as I posted this video, that's my luck. Right as I posted that video last night, um, I'll, I'll look at Detonated's tweet about it. Right as I posted that, all of a sudden a new text message went out from the unknown caller, providing us with a new teaser image of underneath the bunker in Zaya. Drop my pop filter. One second. Uh... They posted an image of underneath the bunker. So yeah, we're definitely going in there during the event for sure. But they also sent out a link. And if you click the link, it adds the Shadow Siege event to your calendar on your iPhone, your iPad, wherever you're on. And it's and the, the link itself says DMZ. So I, obviously DMZ is in Warzone. It's a Warzone event. But 
it, I think it practically is our first ever four-player DMZ experience. That's pretty cool because it is objective-based. You're not going in with a full lobby of 100 people. It's just four of you with certain objectives to do. So it's very cool that they tease this. I'm very excited about it. Um, catching up on chat here as we wrap up a little bit. Uh, delete the actual gas canister for the event on Twitter. Can't show it on screen for obvious copyright reasons, but thank you for the update. Red reminds me of the Eclipse virus from the Division 2. Oh, yeah. And Red, of course, going with the theme of Mono Warfare 3. Perfect, right? Red's going with that theme, so that, that, that's going to be exciting. Um, got more artwork today as well for MW3. Um, can I jump in with you, DK? I'm not sure who my squad is yet for the reveal event. I will keep you up to date with that before the event. Does he mean Nova 6 or... No, it's Nova 5. Cold War. There's Nova 115. It's Ethereum. And there's not Nova 6 gas. It's Nova 5 gas now. Um, what should I make the event so early? I'm trying to sleep in. Yeah, it, it is early. It, and your Pacific time is all right. Yeah, that's really early. Um, very, very interesting. Very interesting stuff with uh, with the event itself. But yeah, we got cool teasers in-game. Plenty of articles went up about this. I appreciate all the love on Detonated again. If you haven't followed Detonated on Twitter, feel free. Lots of tweets went up every hour. And then again, articles on Detonated.com for those that prefer journalism over videos. Totally get that. Totally respect it. Love putting stuff up there uh, as often as we can. Let me also copy-paste. This other piece of info for next week's notes. There we have it. But that's pretty much everything going on as of the last week and a half. Again, we didn't do an episode last Friday because of the release of Faction Showdown, which I was also streaming here on the channel. Appreciate all the love on the recent videos. We also had 118,000 subscribers. But let's wrap up today's episode with some... Who are these people? Who are these people? All right, we got some pretty funny comments. Let's get through as many as we can here. Um, no, you said Warzone would not be the focus, but now multiplayer is only getting two weapons, liar. Somebody please break that down. I have no idea what that means. I have no idea what that means. Um, multiplayer is only getting two weapons. I think he's meaning that season five wouldn't have a Warzone focus, but multiplayer only got two weapons. We only ever really get two, three weapons day one in a season, if that. And then we get, what, one or two more in the mid-season anyway. And also, Warzone isn't the focus of uh, season five at all. I think multiplayer got more. Is the map going to look like the thumbnail? Oh, this is a re this is referring to... Uh, I posted a video... Where was this? Uh, hate mail is so funny, man. That's why we do this segment. Uh, I posted a video about 11 days ago about the new Resurgence map in season five. We're getting something called Fort Resurgence. It is a cut piece of Almazra that's being added to Resurgence in the rotation, along with Vondel and Ashika. Um, custom thumbnail from Fajardi, literally showing the tack map of, of the fort, the Albagra area of Almazra as its Resurgence map. Yeah, it will look like that. And then, and then uh, somebody replied, no, his thumbnails are clickbait. My thumbnails always have really clear and spicy, uh, spicy marketing. Um, very good Photoshop from, again, Fajardi or whoever else I have doing thumbs. It's really just been him the, the past like year or so. Um, not clickbait, just very, very clever marketing. It's always what, it's always what the video talks about. Um, while he still does clickbait, this video is not what I wanted. I wanted a good game, but they only add nameless guns and don't get content like the skins. That's a, that's, I think a comment on a, a recent video I did about season five. I'm, I'm again, not, not sure what happened here. I'm just going to block this channel. So sick of random bait. I mean, you look at the videos I've posted. I mean, they're so straightforward, man. It's like. Thumbnails can be spicy, but it's always about what the title says or what the video is about. I mean, I just, comments like that are amusing, man. It's just, it's always funny to see stuff like that. People just don't get it. Modern 3 is probably going to be either the worst or best COD game in a long time. 
And then somebody replied with a slur. Yikes. Um, read that one. What did they say about the weapon vaults they robbed us of? And somebody replied, they said cry more. Um, when they, when you say robbed us of weapon vaults, it's not like they said, okay, if you guys buy Modern Warfare 2, you're going to get more weapon vaults. And then they just didn't do that. I don't think they ever confirmed anywhere. There was even more than one weapon vault besides the beta one last year. Um, I think we all assumed that we would get more, but that was an assumption. There was never a promise. You didn't pay for anything that said it. So I don't know where the robbery is there. I find that really funny. Um, let's see. By DK, it was fun while it lasted. Unsigned, unsubbed, and don't recommend this channel. The new video is apparently not available in my country. Please stay tuned. That's a odd YouTube bug. Um, I've heard comments like this like every once in a while where like a video of mine is not available in their country. That shouldn't, that, that's definitely a bug. I've never clicked anything on my videos that, um, that says, oh yeah, you know, available for select countries or anything. I've never messed with that. So that's a really odd bug on, on somebody's account or platform. But yeah, I guess he unsubbed for that. Yikes. One more here from Twitter. I tweeted out about being involved in that creator call the other day uh, with the carry forward feature. Somebody replies, paid by them to promote their, to promote their sim, paid by them to promote their, similar to the cheaters on Warzone, which are mostly streamers, also also promote their, just pathetic. Um was not paid to promote anything. That, that never happens. Um, cheaters on Warzone, which are mostly streamers to promote. That, again, the, the, the conspiracy with Warzone streamers, man, it, it's, it's funny to see. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's comments like that are hilarious to me. Like nobody was paid to say anything at all. Um, but yeah, that that's just about the comments we have the last like week or so. Who are these people? Again, appreciate everybody's love and support on all the recent content. It means the world. As a reminder, well, Detonated is an expansion of all the coverage that you're seeing on this channel in the form of articles, tweets, journalism. Um, check that out. Drop some support if you guys can. Um, apparently, like I said, the new PC that I had ordered a little while ago, that apparently comes in a week. It might get delayed. Not exactly sure. When that gets set up, you're going to see a big makeover for Bombshell. I will have a podcast room set up. So you'll see me in, a, in like a different space. No green screen behind me either for that. Um, and when Fajardi comes in town, you, you know, we'll have like, you know, us in that same podcast room with two mics. It's going to be really cool. I'll also be in that room for Warzone mobile coverage. Just to be in a different room just to, you know, have different different style production for the videos I end up making on that when that releases. And you'll see a makeover to Bombshell's logo a little bit. Um, new, new thumbnail style. Again, new OBS layout with, you know, how everything's laid out right here. Um, so yeah, Bombshell's getting a makeover really soon. I'm really excited about it. It's definitely going to happen before MW3 launches. Should be literally this summer, this month. So yeah, once again, you can listen to every episode of Bombshell through the public Bombshell playlist on my YouTube channel. You can always find it. Or you can go on Anchor. Let's see. I actually have the link in the... Let me pull up the link right here. Anchor distributes the podcast to every major audio platform, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, um, wherever you guys want. Um you'll find the podcast on there in video form as well. If the platform supports video, if not, it'll always be an audio, but yeah, you can find Bombshell anytime. Um, thank you for all the support on it. Love doing podcasts. Um, as a reminder, we only miss podcasts when either we're sick, which is very rare or something big launches on a Friday. Like today I wanted to review the ice flow bundle. I'm still going to do it, but I wasn't going to miss the second week in a row of the podcast, um, for that. Um, but yeah, unless there's a major release, that's the only reason why, like if, if next Friday was the, if next Friday was the uh, MW3 reveal event, we wouldn't be able to do a podcast today, obviously. But once again, find Bombshell on every major platform. 
of your choice or the playlist here on this channel. And I do have another video coming out tonight. I want to review the Ice Flow Pack. I want to review that. And then um, definitely more news roundups coming over the course of this weekend as we head into a new week, which is probably going to feature even more teasers and other craziness in regards to Modern Warfare 3. And before we know it, we're only about, what are we, uh, 17, 18 days away from Season 5 Reloaded. So I'll be doing a roundup of that as well really soon. There's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff planned for that mid-season update. So it's gonna be it's just back-to-back. A lot of stuff happening, you know, simultaneously, back to back to back. Great stuff in the pipeline chat. But with that being said, appreciate all your love and support. And I will see you guys in the next one. Peace out, everybody.